0: to be nation welcome to episode 6 of WrestleTracks it's January and we're on the way to the Super Bowl the Royal Rumble has just finished for us but Scott we're gonna take a trip back 30 years ago to the magical land of 1994
1: indeed we are Thank you, Mr. Diener, for uh, alleviating my vocal cords to start things off. <laughs> I greatly appreciate that. Hello, fair friends and family. Uh, welcome to the Wrestle Tracks. Um, you know, it's fitting uh, that, I, that my voice is in the way, is in the shape that it's in. And we have a, we're doing a TV, we're doing a podcast that sounds like a radio show. I always find that kind of cool. It's like, hey, I'm Scott. That's GD from L.I. This is the wrestle tracks. and then we play like I don't know Alan Parsons Project or something. I don't know Ricky Steamboat's theme. I don't know. It's pretty cool. But anyway, uh, GD, thank you. It's good to have. It's good to be here with you, everybody. Welcome uh, again. You choose our journeys, and we once again uh, thank you uh, for your uh, participation in voting. We had three choices: Royal Rumble, nineteen ninety four. Royal Rumble 2003 and Royal Rumble 2018, three Northeast uh, shows and three pay-per-views that at least some member of the PTV wrestling network family has been to. Uh, Of course, uh, my beloved PIC, Mr. Zero was at the show that we are doing tonight. Uh, I think I know where he was sitting and I know another friend of his that I know where he was sitting and Greg when we get to that moment in the show, I'll tell you where it was. Uh, Mr. Rotella, the silverback, he was at 2003 in Boston. I know why many of you did not vote for that one. Some of you did. I know why that one didn't win. And then I was at uh, 2018 down in Philly uh, to see the, uh, the Japanese double with Asuka and uh, Nock. That one, I think, didn't win because it's just long. Uh, which is fine. It's a good show either way, but I could see that. So we are going to the Providence Civic Center tonight, which would eventually be called the Dunk, which is now called the... uh I don't know what the extra nickname is. The Amica Mutual Pavilion. That's what it's officially called. The Meek? I don't know. I have to ask JR what it's actually nicknamed now. I the just, reason, folks.
0: I just good. rename it the Ted White Memorial Arena.
1: Ted White. I name it the... Uh, the I call it the... Uh, for us Big East fans, uh, I call it the uh, um. Ugh, I just his name just went out of my head. the uh, the guy who invented who created the Big East con- basketball conference. Why am oh, I totally Dave bra- Yeah, I just call it the the Dave. name because Dave Gavitt's the godfather of northeast of New England basketball. So, um, if the the court's named after him, and he has a banner because he was a former coach at PC. So, uh, so we are going to be. Uh, in the building, January twenty second, nineteen ninety four. At the end of our show, uh, we will let you know uh, in advance what our February wrestle tracks choices will be. Uh, two of the three shows will be considerably shorter, but just as important in the annals of wrestling history. You guys will love those. So, and they're not all the same. Now we're we're going to go back to switching up promotions. We knew in January, no one wanted us to watch a sold out. So. Um, although I don't know, Deaner, if we're doing this in a year, maybe we should throw a sold out in there. Why the hell not? You know. <laughs> um. So we'll we'll give you the we'll we'll let you know what the choices are at the end of the program. Anyway, what do we got? Uh, what are we going to start off with? Uh, any info we want to start off with? Do you want to fire
0: it up? Yeah, let's uh, start with the 1993-94 NFL plus, because this is going to be one negative note with the NFL that we're going to talk to before we start the show. Okay. So. Let's get into the playoffs. So the wild card round, we had the Chiefs over the Steelers, 27 to 24 at Arrowhead. The, Ch- the Chiefs got the game winner in overtime. Joe Montana was 23 for 42 with 276 passing yards and a TD and no interceptions. Neil O'Donnell for Pittsburgh, 23 42, 286 yards and three scores. And Scott, this was the Chiefs last playoff win at home until the 2018 season. And obviously, you know the rest of the story with that.
1: Of course. A certain quarterback is 14 and three in the postseason since that moment. So, uh, and think of all the quarterbacks that the Chiefs have had in those, in that, uh, you know, 24 year str- or whatever it is, 10, 24 year stretch. Yeah, Jesus, 24 year stretch for the Chiefs. I mean, they've had Trent Green, um, Alex Biff. Alex Smith, uh, God, I Steve Bono, um, Elvis Gerback. Oh God! All the all the Elvis. niner castoffs get dumped to the Chiefs.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh God. Who all was right. the quarterback of the Chiefs when? Uh, who was the quarterback when? Um, uh, what's his name? Luck had that big comeback in the wild card game.
0: Oh, I think it was Alex Smith. Yeah, it was
1: Alex Smith. Okay, because
0: that that was like uh, Andy Reid's like maybe second or third year in Kansas City.
1: Yeah. I remember watching that game in Rhode Island with the guys. I remember that.
0: I was uh, I was watching that being like, wow. And thinking, man, Andy Reid can't win in the postseason. If only I, know, I right? if only we knew. I know. If only we knew that Andrew Luck would never have a moment
1: as big as that again in his career. Or that the, his career would barely end would, would not even round out the decade. Oh my God. All right, back to the playoffs. What else?
0: Okay. The uh Saturday late game on EBC. With Brenton Dick Vermeel on the call for this one. At the Pontiac Silverdome, the Packers over the Lions twenty-eight to twenty-four. I remember this game. Brett Favre threw the game winning touchdown yes. to Sterling Short Sterling 40 Sharp. yards for the yep. win. I remember that. Totally burned the second the, the, the Lions
1: secondary was abysmal. And this was one of Barry's better years. And this was their first trip back to the postseason since losing three years earlier in the NFC championship to the Redskins. And, and of course, you know, already the rumblings were that the Lions should just trade Barry to a team that actually is going to win, but they had faith in Wayne fonts and Brett Favre hadn't really proven a ton yet. Although the Cowboys did blow. He, they did make the playoffs in 93 and the Cowboys lit him up in the divisional round. Um, so, uh, yeah,
0: I, I that was a great throw, and I love Sterling Sharp. I was heartbroken when he had to retire. Oh, uh, me too. I, I have a Super Nintendo game from Jalico Sterling Sharp. He had his own game. I don't he remember has that own his own game, game on Super Nintendo. Yes. No shit. I didn't even. I don't even remember that. Wow. Huh. Uh, okay. Barry had 167 yards rushing. <laughs> what a stud! And, yeah, and this was the final playoff game ever at the Pontiac Silverdome. And it be the last time until this year the Lions hosted a playoff game.
1: Yep. Yep. That's crazy. <laughs> so, we to,
0: so we go to Giants Stadium. The Giants over the Vikings 17-10. to 10. Rodney Hampton got the two big stores for the Giants in the third quarter to win 17-10. 161 yards with 33 carries. Wow. Now, I remember why the
1: Giants... Uh, had the wild card because the final game of the 9'3 regular season, the Cowboys and Giants were tied for first. It was winner take-all at the Meadowlands, at Giant Stadium. Excuse me, late second quarter, Emmett's, Emmett breaks free, and he's, and Emmett was not one of those, he was not Barry. Barry definitely was if they had a foot race, Barry would win. And Emmett would tell you that. Emmett was just impossible to tackle. That was the difference. Uh, I think it was Jackson. I'm trying to remember who tackled him. But he landed on his shoulder and he popped out of the socket. Ooh. And, and, and Emmett played the entire second half and overtime with a separated shoulder and his pads with extra um, – they cut the pads out of a pair of practice pants and shoved him in his shoulder. And he says, You're going to feel a little discomfort for the rest of the game. I've broken my collarbone, which has been many say is about as close as a separated shoulder. It ain't fun. And when Emmett Smith tells you that it's a kind of pain you never feel in your life, it's pain. He had over 200 yards of total <laughs> offense. He rushed for 170, and I think he caught nine balls for like 50. Cowboys won in overtime. Boat, was it Eddie Murray or Boniol? I think it was or was it Lynn Elliott? I'm trying to I'm getting all my kickers mushed. I think it was Lynn Elliott. Kicked a uh like a 39 yard field goal. Cowboys won in overtime. They won the NFC East, and that's why the Giants were playing in this wild card game, and the Cowboys got a week for Emmett's shoulder to uh repop and heal. So just wanted to tell you that story for those that didn't know. It was one of the most gutsiest. That's why Emmett's my guy. That was one of the most yeah. Just imagine. You and I trying to play with an injured something. Just imagine a guy like him who's in 50 times a better shape you and I or anybody else is in. And, and he said every time he fell, all he heard was.
0: Well, let's hope nobody time. on this show tonight has a serious injury, Scott. I, I agree. I agree. We wouldn't have anyone to have like a leg injury or something tonight. No.
1: Could you imagine? It's a big show tonight.
0: Oh. Royal Rumble. We got a world title match. We have no time yeah. for injuries. No. So no. let's, go, let's go to the Coliseum to complete the wild card round. The Broncos and the Raiders, an AFC West battle. It was tied at the half 21 all, but the Raiders pulled away, outscoring Denver 21 to 3 in the second half. But despite the loss for Denver, Shannon Sharp, now we talked about Sterling, Shannon uh-huh. tied a playoff record in the loss with 13 catches, 156 yards, and a touchdown. Oh, wow. Yeah. And let me get let me get a Jeff Hostet or stats right here.
1: Well, you're Uh, looking that up. uh, This was kind of the black hole career for John Elway, because, uh, you know, obviously he had his rise in the late 80s, three Super Bowls in four years. He got his ass kicked progressively worse throughout three of them. Um, And and it wasn't
0: there the talk that Tommy Maddox would replace him.
1: Yeah, because now Jim Kelly was the, was the stud of the AFC in terms of quarterbacks, obviously, as were the Bills as a team. Denver was, quote, has-beens. And at this point, uh, Dan Reeves was gone because they hated each other. And Mike Shanahan became – no, not Mike Shanahan. He wasn't coach yet. Uh, who the heck did become the Broncos coach? Wade Phillips?
0: I believe it might have been Wade. Let's, let me check Denver. Yeah, I don't
1: think Shanahan became coach until, like, 90 – Six, yeah,
0: yeah. It was. Wait, he was two years before Shanahan came in.
1: Yeah, because everyone, everyone thought well, Dan Reeves didn't trust Shanahan because he thought that Shanahan was was uh, undermining his authority and getting in John's ear that you should call your own stuff. Don't listen to this old fossil. You should be. So there was a whole you know love triangle drama going on in Denver, and eventually, Dan Reeves just got booted, and he ended up. And in 93, he became the head coach of the Giants. Um, and then, of course, years later, Elway would beat Reeves in the Super Bowl when Reeves was coaching the, the Falcons. So um,
0: um, Hostetler had 294 yards passing, three touchdowns. And this was wow. the, uh, this was the last playoff game in L.A. until the Rams in 2018.
1: Yep. In fact, I think this is the last year for the. Oh, wait, no, this is 94, 93 season. So this coming year, 94 season would have been the. The, uh,
0: last the, year Raiders the Raiders last in L.A. Yep. And the Rams until they moved back. And the Rams. To 20, 2016.
1: 2016,
0: yep. Um, so, so we go to the divisional round. Bills over the Raiders, 29 to 23. The Raiders actually had a lead at the half, 17 to 13. But the, um, let you see, the Bills ended up, if I can get the box score real quick. Uh the winning score in the fourth quarter was by Bill Brooks on a twenty-two yard pass from Jim Kelly.
1: Yeah. More competitive game than the uh 90 AFC championship <laughs> when the when the Bills beat them 51 to 3.
0: So <laughs> Oh I for, yeah, that was a great that was a yeah. ass kicking. <laughs> Woo! Uh, yes it was. So we go to candlestick. The Niners just manhandled the Giants forty four to three. Just, yes, I remember that game. They were just, that was, that was it. Was the, that was, yeah, that was, was that, Phil, Phil Sims and LT. They were done after that game. They were done after that game. Yep. yep. And Ricky Waters had five touchdowns and 118 rushing yards. He scored five touchdowns. He scored five touchdowns.
1: Jesus. Why would they trade him to Philly? How stupid was that? Or he signed as a free agent. Now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Who knows? Why would you let him leave? How stupid is that that's crazy i'll have to look that up
0: <laughs> all right that's so nuts. we go so we go to texas stadium and well, mm-hmm. uh, brett had his first taste of playoff success but it wouldn't be enough against the cowboys 27 17 dallas the final of that game and let me see who got the uh, scores for dallas we have a touchdown from Harper, a touchdown by from Irvin, 126 yards receiving, and a touchdown from Jay Then
1: That game wasn't as close as a score. I think it was 27-10. Yeah. If I, I remember I, correctly. And I think Brett Brett scored a through a dumpster touchdown in the, at the end.
0: Yeah, it was a garbage but, time touchdown. Yeah. yeah. You could
1: you could see hints of Brett eventually being a a winner, but they just weren't, they just weren't ready yet. I don't think they had Reggie yet. I think Reggie was still in the Eagles. I don't think they'd signed Reggie yet. So I All think right. Reggie was still in the Eagles.
0: So we go to the Astrodome to complete the divisional round. The Chiefs and the Oilers, the Oilers had a 10 nothing lead, but the Chiefs scored three touchdowns in the fourth quarter to take a 28-20 win and go to wow. the AFC title game.
1: And if I remember correctly, that was the first time I had ever seen a bursa sack. Because if I'm pretty sure, obviously they were indoors, so nobody had long sleeves, but I'm pretty sure if you saw Montana's elbow, he had this big blop, this big puff on his throwing elbow. And who, I don't know if you had the announcers for that, I don't know if it was, uh,
0: I believe Dick and Merlin. It, it was, um, Dick and Trumpy because Trumpy was the and Dick and Trump-y. color guy. Yeah, that's right.
1: I think Merlin went to CBS at this point. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they just kept re, they kept doing close ups when they were in the on the sideline. And 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 uh, Montana just had this big and they were saying it's it's your bursa sack, which is a set, which is something that kind of it's kind of like, uh, <coughs> excuse me, wrapped around like your funny bone and uh, usually it gets drained, but they couldn't drain it during the game. So Joe Montana just played literally with this big knot on his, uh, on his, uh, uh, his elbow for you wrestling fans. Uh, John Cena notoriously had a match. I don't remember when, but, uh, he wrestled a match on raw with a bursa sack and you could see it as a matter of fact. Also, if you remember the 1998 King of the ring, if you remember, uh, um, uh, Steve Austin wrestled with that wrap around his elbow.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: He had a he had an infection in his bursa sac.
0: Oh.
1: So that's so I don't know how much I know I don't know why I know so much about a strange sack of fluid in your elbow, but that's just me. So, but that's what I remember about that Oilers Chiefs playoff game was that they just kept showing this knot on Montana's elbow from from the uh, from the bursa sac injury, but they couldn't drain it in the middle of the game. So they just kept showing it. He just kept chucking touchdowns. It was crazy.
0: Well, it obviously would affect him in the AFC title game against the Bills because the Bills ended up winning 30-13, to 13 and he got replaced in the game by Dave Craig. But Thurman Thomas, it was all him in the AFC title game, 186 yards and three touchdowns. Oof. Oof.
1: Yeah. They wanted one more shot, uh, uh, Buffalo. But, I mean, Listen. Joe did a lot with very little. Let's let's be honest. There's there's no doubt that that Kansas City team had some talent. Oh, I think at that point and at that point, I think they had Marcus as well. Yeah, It was Marcus's first year. Yeah, but and they beat the teams that were even with them talent wise just because of those two. But. uh, Top to bottom, Buffalo is just a better team. Yeah. And Jim Kelly negates a Jim Kelly in his prime negates a Joe Montana who's kind of leaving his prime. And Thurman just shredded the Chiefs defense. I mean, he was a beast. Um, so there was no doubt that the that the Bills were gonna win that game. Although I would like to have seen the Cowboys play Joe in the Super Bowl. I think a little revenge wouldn't have hurt, but uh
0: That would have been a fun it matchup.
1: Was, it would have. It would have been, but alas. Did not happen.
0: All right. So it's the rematch for the second straight year. The Cowboys and the Niners in the NFC title game and the Cowboys. They led 28 to seven at the half. And it was just all Dallas. Two touchdowns by Troy and Bernie Kosar came in relief and got a touchdown. Because remember, Bernie got infamously released by the Browns that year.
1: Yeah. And he, uh, uh, trust me, I know this season very well, obviously I know all my cowboy seasons, but I know that season very well. Uh Troy was knocked around a lot in ninety-three, uh more than in ninety-two. And I don't know if it was against Washington, but he got smoked uh by somebody in a game and and uh yeah, he Bernie got released by the Browns. Jimmy knew Bernie from Miami and, you know, Bernie helped win him a national championship. So. He did him a favor back and Bernie, they actually created nor him and North Turner created a second set of um, plays. You know, cause Ooh. Bernie didn't have Troy's arm obviously. No. So, but Bernie was immensely accurate. Cause he had that weird, like sidearm slinging kind of thing. Yeah. And uh and in that game, uh, we cowboy fans like our, our buttholes knotted up because uh Troy got drilled and his his head I think he uh was it Bryant Young or Stubblefield, one of the linemen by accident kneed him in the head and Troy was boop out like a light. And he said later on he he did not remember before or after the game And he didn't know which bus to go on. He was a mess. Thank God they brought back the the off week. Because he may not have started Super Bowl 28 if, uh, if, if, if the Cowboys didn't have the off week.
0: Actually, there was no bye week for this Super Bowl. Oh, I thought there was. Yeah, I know there wasn't the,
1: they, week be- the year before.
0: There's a reason why this is on sat- the Royal Rumbles on Saturday, because the conference championship games were on the 23rd. Because so, oh. usually the Rumbles, the bye week, but there was no bye week this year.
1: Oh, so how the hell did he play that game?
0: Well, if you remember, the, the Cowboys did not play great against in the first half of Super Bowl no. 28. But no, hey. they, were, they were up uh. 13 to 6. The Bills were up 13 to 6, but the second half, it was just Emmitt running the ball, all the time, because Troy did not do much in the Super Bowl, but Emmett no, ran for 132 yards and two scores to win the Cowboys their second straight Super Bowl. And correct, I think and, by uh, the by the fourth time with the Bills, it was like, yeah, we've had enough.
1: Yeah, and uh, uh, James Washington had a pick, but so Bernie came in and he threw a a perfect pass to Harper, and Alvin ran that same cut that same cross pattern he did the year before in the 92 nfc championship at candlestick that ultimately led them to win that game uh yeah that was a big getting bernie was huge i don't remember who the backup was in 92 but
0: who knows berline
1: probably because he was a backup in 91 yeah probably
0: But uh, I will say my co-host on it was a thing on TV, my calls. He was at a uh, autograph signing recently with Bernie. And he actually got to see and pick up Bernie's Super Bowl ring. And he said, it's amazing. It's like there's all these diamonds on the ring. Jerry spared oh, no beautiful. expense on the ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yep. Yep. So I agree. So before we start, I need to mention one thing before we start. The yep. NFC Championship game between the Niners and the Cowboys, would Uh be the last game of the NFL on CBS for four years. That is true. Because Fox paid, and I'm looking this up on uh, Wikipedia here, over $3 billion for the rights to the NFC for four years. Wow. 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 And I will say, I remember when this happened and thinking to myself, really, Fox? Because they have like no sports at all. And it's like you have really established Tiffany Network and CBS and the network of married with children as the NFL now. But it really legitimized Fox as a network. Yeah, it did. CBS
1: always and take it from somebody who works for CBS it has not changed. CBS is probably one of the stingiest uh of the Tiffany networks because uh they pay a lot for the they paid a lot for the NFL before that. I don't think they wanted to pay the 3 billion. Obviously 4 years later when NBC decided not to pay, they obviously paid for the AFC. But they needed help from Turner to keep the they pay a lot of money for the Masters. So CBS has a lot. CBS Sports has a lot of money socked away in not a ton of things if you get what I mean. And yeah. uh, so that's why they don't have as many things as other networks do. They don't have any MLB, although their MLB coverage was never the best anyway.
0: Oh, that, uh, that as, was- In fact, they had MLB at this time too. So I think that was a reason why they didn't because they paid so much for MLB. And it yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, well, they I, I got should, rid of the NBA. Yeah. So um, I should correct myself. It's, it was actually $1.58 for four years. Oh, okay. Well, that's still that's a, lot like, 19, that's a lot of money for 19. It's a lot of money at any era. <laughs> yeah, and obviously CBS was never going to match that. So. All right. No. So that was the NFL and on CBS. And it, so you went from the NFL and CBS from, you know, Brent, Pat and John. And and I mean, although Gumble and uh, Terry were on the NFL today after Brent left. But um, so go into this um, next season. It's John Madden is a free agent along with Pat Summerall. So. It was doubted at this time about where John Madden would be going into the season. I believe John Madden was almost going to be on Monday Night Football for the 94 season. Correct.
1: I I do remember that. But it turned out that him and Pat had just ended up pretty much Fox just took all the CBS guys. That uh, and uh, Pat was torn because people forget John just did football. John was John was John. But Pat did NFL, he did the Masters, he did the U.S. Open, tennis, so Pat did a lot of other sports, so he had to decide, what do I love more, football or tennis and golf? And in the end, he took football, and he went with John the Fox.
0: And that was the right decision. It totally was. It totally was. All right, so now it's time so. to start the Royal Rumble, everybody. So we are on, if you're on Peacock or if you're on the WWE network elsewhere, or if you're listening to this in the future on Netflix overseas, put your stream at 0000. zero, zero, zero. I will give a three second signal ca- countdown. Okay. And when I hit say play, you're going to hit play. So, Scott, are you ready? I am ready, brother. Okay. Three, two, one, play.
1: All right, so we get a open of the inside of, or the under, I don't know if those are buildings in Providence, or if it's just a building, but we get building shots, and and uh, God, I don't even remember this open. <laughs> uh, not much of an open, I guess, and we are live at the Providence Civic Center providence rhode island the first pay-per-view
2: ever in the ocean state uh i forgot what hat my PIC was wearing but there are shots of where they
1: are who's that guy with a canadians jersey get out of there some
0: guy has a providence bruins jersey in the crowd i saw baby bees baby that's our building oh who's this guy nobody
1: wants to look at Uh, him uh, <laughs> no, okay. we're, not, we're not doing any retro We're not doing any, I'm just letting everybody know right now We're not doing any retro Vince jokes Okay, no. this is 1994 So
0: it, All it, we're going to say is he has way too much makeup on yeah. Well, I'm a podcast <laughs> journalist So <I'm>
1: gonna... <laughs> So oh. looking at our card A couple of tag. we got the tag titles on the line The IC title Yoko and oh. Taker for the world title And, of course, the Royal Rumble. Who will go to Madison Square
2: Garden? Wait, who? What is this? Oh, it's the Million Dollar Man.
1: Yes. He will be joining Vince on commentary.
0: Yeah, because remember, Bobby has left for WCW.
1: Correct. And this is the first time, I believe... That we see, uh, DiBiase since losing at uh, SummerSlam, SummerSlam 1993, and his final match. And Jr. told me that the pop in the building was on fire when yeah. DiBiase's music hit. So
0: and, and Ted's mentioning about John Madden right now because, as we mentioned, he's now going to be a free agent with CBS losing the NFL.
2: That's pretty funny. Wow, Vince's makeup is like uber
0: caked on tonight. Good God. What did he put it on with a, with a shovel? My God. Did, did he go? Is it like that It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode where Frank put on the mortician's makeup?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do remember that episode. I've never I haven't watched the whole series. I have to, though. All right. So we get our opening match, which I believe was this match cut on the videotape?
0: I never had the Coliseum tape. I had the I taped this straight from the pay-per-view uh, as a kid. So. Uh,
1: yeah, I had I had the uh, I had the tape. I had the Coliseum videotape. And I, why do I feel like this match was? I'm probably wrong. But anyway, Tatanka was still on fire as a babyface, even though he was probably boned. Out of the Intercontinental Title the year before WrestleMania Nine, he probably should have beat Shawn Michaels, but yeah. But uh, Tatanka still over with the kids. There's Danny Davis. We don't remember anything of his career seven years before, and here he is, the
0: Beast from the East from Asbury Park, yeah. with his and main squeeze. Main squeeze. I don't know what a main squeeze is, but whatever. But I should note, Scott, that Bam Bam is a substitute for Ludwig Borga, because this was originally going to be Tatanka against Ludwig Borga, but Ludwig suffered an injury at the MSG House show a week earlier, so five days earlier. But we'll get to that when we get to the following match. Right.
2: This is the...
1: This is the second of uh, – actually, the second of four straight pay-per-views. Now, this is where Vince was realizing that uh, money is not uh, flowing as much as it had in the – Oh, and Bigelow tries to get off to a hot start here. This was the second – I remember talking about this when JR and I did our vintage vaults. This is the second of four straight pay-per-views in the Northeast. Vince was obviously money was not flowing like it did in the Federation era. So Vince was trying to stick with the area that he can make the most scratch. So Survivor Series was in Boston. Of course, we're in Providence for this show. Wrestle, if It was fitting that the 10th WrestleMania was at this time. And of course, that was at Madison Square Garden. And then in June, the uh, King of the Ring uh, would be in Baltimore. And then, obviously, he would branch out again at SummerSlam when they would go to Chicago. But this is the second of four straight pay-per-views uh, in the Northeast in Vince's wheelhouse.
0: And I love the atmosphere so. here at the Providence Civic Center. I also love when you get the the um, when you get to the shot with the um, with the when you see the rivets in the Providence Civic Center.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yep. That's awesome. So, at this point, I'm going to talk about the uh, top 10 movies of this weekend. So, okay, January 1994? 21st through the 23rd of 1994. So, number 10, we have Shadowlands with Anthony Hopkins. Uh, number 9, we have that. House Party 3. Yes, House Party three. And then number eight, we have Tombstone. I'm trying to think, Good that's movie. not the yeah, that's the uh, Val Kilmer one, right? Correct, correct. Val yep. Kilmer, White, Alan, Kurt Russell. Yep. Number seven, Shinur's List, which would obviously go on to win Best Picture that year. Yes, it did. Good movie. Number six, we got the Pelican Brief with. Um, Denzel and uh, Julia.
1: Julia, another a good uh, John Grisham.
0: Good Number John fi- Grisham. Uh, yeah. Number five. We got Iron Will, Disney movie about the Iditarod. Number four. We got Grumpy Old Men, which uh, began the first that, one. The first one, yeah, that began the streak of uh Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon late in their careers. Yes. They're so good together. Oh, they were. Uh, number three, really? we have inter- Intersection with Richard Gere and Sharon Stone. Number two, in its ninth week at the box office, and it's made $162 million at this point, Mrs. Doubtfire. Wow. Yeah. I thought that, that movie, came out in 94. I don't late, remember coming out in 93. Okay. Late night, oh. it was around Thanksgiving 93 it came out. I saw it like okay. twice in the theater. It had a long run in the theater, but I got to say. Wow. I got to say, though, the part where he, um, Robin Williams throws like that thing at uh, Pierce Brosnan. Oh. Yeah. Dead. That's the best moment of the film. And, huh. you know, that movie, I think, also helped Pierce Brosnan. I mean, because he ended up getting the uh, James Bond gig after that.
1: Yes. Yep. Well, little side. Well, finish the top ten, and then
0: I have a Pierce Brosnan story pertaining to Bond. But go ahead, keep going. Uh, but the number one movie beat out Mrs. Doubtfire about fifty grand. Philadelphia with Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington. So Denzel had two movies on this list this week. Yeah. But also Philadelphia began the. First, the back-to-back Oscars for Tom Hanks because 94, Correct. Forrest Gump, and almost had a Correct. chance to three-peat 95 of Apollo 13. Yes.
1: Uh, I've always been of the mindset, uh, Diener, that uh, Apollo 13 had such a great ensemble, if you've, if you've never seen it. Uh, Ed Harris, Kevin Bacon, Gary Sinise is in that one, too. Uh, I'm trying to think who else.
0: Uh, Bill, Paxton? Yeah. Paxton. Bill Paxton. Yeah. Kathleen Quinlan,
1: Bill Paxton. That not that he got lost in the shuffle, Tom Hanks, but everybody was so good in it that he kind of like leveled out rather than being so much better. Like he was in Forrest Gump in Philadelphia that uh, I don't think it was as justified that he was the clear cut to win that year. So that's, it's still an awesome movie. But I feel like the ensemble was so good that he didn't stand out as much as he did in the other in the other two Uh, story. I want to I want to talk about for a minute. You mentioned Pierce Brosnan. So this is me being a bond junkie. So. Believe it or not. Pierce Brosnan, when he became Bond in 19, when he was announced that he was going to be Bond in 1994 for the next movie, which would, of course, be GoldenEye was the second time that yes. uh, that he was picked to be Bond. After A View to a Kill in 1985, it was evident that Roger Moore, who at the time was 57, and Roger's my Bond, uh, was done. I mean, his, he, looked like, he looked like shoe leather at that point. And seeing him in the shower with Julia Ro- oh, I, I always do that. Tanya Roberts at the end of A View to a Kill is very awkward. Fortunately, there's not much other that in that movie. There's not much more of that in the movie, except that part at the end. So at the time, Pierce Brosnan, of course, was uh, to the hunker, trying to get some big moves there. Nice power slam on Bigelow there. Uh, Pierce was on Remington Steel, which was one of those classic spy 80s shows on, uh, on NBC. Well, the show was about to end. The series was finishing up the last, it was, I think it was the fourth season. The ratings were, eh. so they were done. So he took a he did a screen test. They, the, the, the group at bond at uh, uh, Aon productions, cubby broccoli and them knew him because he was married to Cassandra Harris who played uh countess Liesel in four Your eyes only in 1981. So he had been on the set, of a Bond movie, four years or five—if you count nineteen—okay, I guess this was '86, five years earlier. So they knew him. Obviously, he was too young, and Roger was still in his prime. So, but they said that's a guy we could call on in a few years when Rogers turns up. So he was set. He was going to be Bond after after uh, uh, Roger was done. The problem was NBC had ninety days. To or the Remington Steel production group had 90 days to tell NBC whether or not they were going to do a a final season. And from what everybody had heard, it was not going to happen. The the ratings in the last season had dipped and had run its course. They were done. So Pierce was telling his agent, say nothing and tell the bond people, say nothing. Because the minute that they find out that I'm James Bond, they're going to think, oh my god, we're going to have the future James Bond and Remington Steel, and then they're going to pull the trigger on the, on the, on the final year, of the, uh, on an, another year of the show, and then I'm fucked. Well, apparently on day like 89 and a half, somebody spilled the beans, and Tatanka just won the match on a crossbody. I was surprised that Bigelow jobbed here, but I got a question about this match after I finish my story. So sure enough, 89 day, 89 and a half. Of course, Remington steel people, somebody spilled the beans and Remington steel came back for another year. Pierce Brosnan got boned and bond ended up being Timothy Dalton. And we ended up getting a mediocre movie and a real crappy movie out of Timothy Dalton. And then bond went on hiatus for six years for other non actor reasons. So it was a relief when he got it by 1994. So just let everybody know that. Uh, So my question, Greg, if this was Tatanka and Ludwig, do you think Tatanka was still going to win?
0: I think because he was probably needed to get his win back from Ludwig ending the undefeated streak.
1: Undefeated streak. You're probably right. But,
2: But wasn't Ludwig supposed to be
1: an eventual WWF champion. Hmm. Was that not till JR would know that? Well, I kind of remember it, but I feel like he was supposed to be WWF champion at some point. Right now we're getting a look back two months earlier at the survivor series in Boston. When Owen was the only Hart brother to get pinned, he comes back out after they win their match. Keith leaves the ropes open. Owen goes, yeah, fuck you. Gets in the ring.
2: Brett's got his singlet on. Owen pulls him down and shoves him. And Brett's telling him, calm down. And Owen's like, fuck you, calm down. You and your sexy
1: little pink singlet getting in my face. It's you, me, and these two. (laughs) Yeah, I'm out of here. Bruce
0: is like, I don't give a crap.
1: I
2: don't either. I'm not staying. (laughs) So we're getting a kind
1: of a a timeline here of what had gone down.
2: Uh, uh, Go up and step up to the plate. So Owen and uh,
1: the Owen Brett saga, at least the beginnings.
0: And I loved how they had Lord Alfred as the heel, just egging Owen on during this whole thing. The event uh, centers.
2: I agree with you. Brent wearing that Ico Pro.
1: <laughs>
2: Jeez. God. Where's the pause? I like the pause when he does. Uh. He does the pause, like
0: pregnant pause,
2: pregnant pause. Sans right here.
0: Would I ever? <laughs> Absolutely, positively not ever. Never ring my own brother under any circumstances. Well, thankfully, yeah. this was not going to happen because, as we're going to see, Scott, the, they, yes. they're going to patch things up over the holidays, so we're all good. We don't have to worry about this, Scott.
1: No, oh, see, look, New Year's Day, you know, Christmas at the, at Stu's house with their 15 ovens in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. Cooking a bunch of Canadian geese, hanging out. Natty's little baby Nat. I don't know if Natty was born yet. Yeah, she probably was. Natty
0: uh, was probably like 10 know. at this point.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to remember how old they all were when they all were in the ring three years later. I don't remember. Um, You know, Natty and, uh, you know, the whole, the whole gang of gaggles
2: there. And, uh, you know. So
0: Yeah, and Brett's saying it. Brett's like, my entire career, I'm gonna be a tag champ now. No more singles. <laughs> no more singles, Scott. It's gonna be all tag teams from here on out, Scott.
2: <laughs> How and are they the, gonna like to lose? The way...
1: I know? And with Owen saying the rocket leading the way.
0: Soft punch. But the.
2: Oh. Oh, that's
0: right, Scott. Because on the first year anniversary show for Raw, the upset of the century. One, two, three, Kid and Morty Giannetti win the. Tag titles from the Cool Beckers, and this was an amazing match. I remember. Uh, it's pretty solid. Pretty solid. I love this right here when Macho comes in the ring to hug them. I love Savage's raw jacket. That
1: was unheralded.
0: Oh. Um, Johnny Polo,
1: a uh, JR. favorite, but then one week later, that previous Monday on an MSG house show which, of course, pulled the curtain back that Raw was taped.
0: Uh, <laughs> that was weird. Um, I, I remember leading up, like, why would they admit this on air?
1: I know, right? Why could you have done this the night before or whatever? Anyway, they had it for a week, and then the Quebecers uh, won the titles back. And now here we are back at uh, live at the dunk, or I'm sorry, at the PCC. And uh, here we are with Brett and uh, Owen. our brother Owen.
0: What Brett's single uh, here?
1: Yes, the paint splash, very mid nineties. I kind of wish he wore the uh, pink one again. I kind of dug that, uh, like that college wrestling tights that he had uh, at the ninety three Survivor Series. I always thought those were cool.
0: Oh, good! The kid and the Janae—they're going to get shot at the belts after they win tonight. That's going to be great.
1: That's awesome, right? Yeah, honestly, think about it. If they end up, think about that. If the next night on Raw, had they won the match, yeah, Bret Owen against Kid and Marty. I mean, overall, that prob- probably would be a banger. <laughs> you know?
0: Oh, Owen's so proud. Oh, oh, are they oh, they're gonna? you Yo, know, Scott, I think they're gonna win this. I, how, I, I how do can, too. I don't. How, how can they lose, Scott?
2: They're united. Right? They're united.
1: Yeah. They worked out their differences like good family members do. Yeah. We're not the mounties. I guess. Just John. let you know.
0: <laughs> just let yeah. If
1: you hear if, if you hear the faint cheer, the single person cheering in the crowd, the uh two or three kids, it is uh little tiny J.R. Rosero and his cousin Matt. Because they were the biggest Quebecer fans and Johnny Polo fans on the planet, just the two of them. Everybody else is getting booed, but little little Jr. and little uh, his little cousin Matt are the only two. Love the Quebecers and Johnny Polo.
0: Oh, that's fantastic! Yep, I love Johnny Polo this time. Yep, Jacques just showing off the belt to think.
1: That's so great, God! You look at uh. Jean Pierre now, and you're thinking, now he looks like PCO. Oh, jeez, <laughs> like a, like a completely different person. What a good team! But now the crowd's pop pumped. Oh yeah, Jr. Jr. always told me, uh, GD, that that uh, there were two guys that were like legitimately beloved in Providence, like the like even went back. How shows beloved at this time, in that late 80s, early 90s era. Brett and Savage. Like, they were, even, as, even when Savage was a heel, he was loved in
2: Providence. Loved. So. Look at that. Crowd pumped. Well, they're hot. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna be the third piece. Yep. What a great uh
1: what a good pumped up match here. Owen was gonna get his first taste of gold. Oh yeah. Brett would be one of Brett would probably be correct me if I'm wrong, Greg. Brett would have been the first person to ever win uh the world tag team, the WWF world tag team titles with two different partners at that um, point.
0: I know. Cause I think no, you're Nope. Tony Tito. Gurria. Yeah.
1: Gur, yeah. Gurria did it. He did it once, right. Once with Tito and he did it with Martel. Uh, so you're probably all right. Nevermind.
0: So he'd be like the third, but that's good company. Gurria and Tito.
1: Of course. Totally.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, that's sure Tito. Was- that's
0: right. I'm sure Mr. Fuji might have won it twice too with two corners.
1: Yeah. Well to take a uh, well, you know what?
0: Hey, go to- Chat up the match a minute.
1: I will right. uh I will save my uh, voice for from-
0: okay. So while Scott is doing that, we got uh Brett working up here with uh Pierre. So while we're doing that, I will talk about the uh 1994 NHL All-Star Game because that was happening on this day, January 22nd, 1994 at the Garden. We had the first year of the East-West format. It would be the East over the West 9-8. And had uh, scoring for among the scores for the East, we had Sergei Fedorov, Brendan Shanahan, Joe Andrewchuk Paul Coffey, Dennis Ozilance for the Eastern Conference among the scores we had Eric Lindros, Alexei Yashin, Scott Stevens, Mark Messier, Joe Sackick. but the MVP of the 1994 All-Star Game would be the hometown favorite Mike Richter of the Rangers, and there'd be a famous moment from this All-Star Game where Pavel Bure was on a breakaway, and Mike Richter made a great leg save on Pavel Bure, and Pavel Bure thought. Well, surely I'm going to try to use this move again next time I face Mike Richter. Surely he will not be fooled. Surely he will not do this again with the leg kick for the save. And spoiler, no, that does not happen. Alvaro will not score on Mike Richter the second time they face off against each other. But this was a big year for the Rangers. Obviously, you had Richter, Messier, Graves, and um, Leach in the All-Star game. And this was like a big year for the Rangers because it was like 92, they lost to the Penguins in seven games in the second round. They missed the playoffs in 93. And in 94, you got a sense all year that this was going to be special year and when we get to the spring and summer of 94 you feel it so in the east we had the Atlantic Rangers leading with 63 points, Penguins leading the northeast at uh, 54 points at the central and the western conference Toronto was leading with 63 points in the Pacific Division Calgary was leading with uh, 55 points so that is the NHL on January twenty second, nineteen eighty four, with the All Star Game, as Jacques just needs a breather here, as Pierre is trying to help him out. That right there.
1: All right. Uh, incidentally, I was not in favor of changing from Wales and Campbell to East and West. It should have stayed Wales and Campbell. The uniforms were better looking in the All Star Game. Um. So, looking back, Mister Fuji. His first tag team champion partner was Professor Tanaka. They won the titles twice. And then Fuji won it a second. Well, he won it with uh, Tanaka three times. And then he won it with Mr. Saito twice. Once in 81 and once in 82. So I think Fuji was the first one. I think. Uh... Or was it Tito? Did Tito do it first? Uh, let's see. Tito won the won the tag titles in October of seventy nine at a house show at the Garden with Putski, and then he won it again. Oh, obviously, he won it again with uh, with uh, Martel in Strike Force. Oh. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah, Martel. Yeah, Martel won with it Martel. 30. I'm sorry.
1: Which means Martel would have won it twice because his first time was with Tony Garea in November of '80. Tony Garea. His first partner. As tag team champion, was with Larry Zabisco In oh. November of '78, uh, they had it for 105 days, and then they lost to the Valiant Brothers. Uh, let's see Korea won it a second time With Rick Martel They won it twice November of 80 Then they lost to the Moondogs And then they won it back in They lost it to the Moon Dogs in March of 81 And then they won it back in July of 81 Okay So um, And then After that It's not done again until, well, let me ask you this, uh, Greg. Do you count IRS? Yes. Because obviously he, he of course, as, as Mike Rotunda, he won it with Barry Windham in the U.S. Express in 1984. In 85, they won it twice. And then, of course, he won it with our color commentator this evening, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, is part of Money, Inc. in 1992 and 93. So. And then Billy Gunn has won it with like a zillion partners. So. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so technically the first guy was Mr. Fuji. Then Tony Gurria.
2: And then Tito. And Martel. And then Martell. Tito and Martell actually did it twice
1: together. Yeah, because they each won it. They each had won it once before they were Strike Force. So there you go. So four guys were at this point in 1994. Four guys had held tag team gold with two different partners: Mister Fuji, Tony Garea, Martel, Tito Santana, and Rick Martel. Yeah. So four guys.
0: So let's uh, mention because the Quebecers, of course, won the belts back on Monday at the house show at MSG. let me try to run over this card on Graham's site here. Actually, the Rock and Roll Express and the Heavenly Bodies were advertised to work this show, but not appear due to transportation problems.
1: Well, it was probably snowing, most likely. They were probably coming up from, I'm guessing, from Memphis. So it was probably, you know, January 94. It was probably snowing. That was my junior year in college. If I remember correctly, I think the weather sucked most of that winter. (laughs) I got to ask Dr. G. I'm pretty sure the weather sucked most of that winter, so it wouldn't surprise me.
0: So the card, Scott Putzky beat Iron Mike Sharp in the opener. Scott Putzky was there in 94? Yeah, really? he was. Yeah. Crazy. Rick Steiner and Ludwig Borga wrestled to a double count, but it was during this match that Borga sustained the ankle injury that not only kept him off the rumble card, but also WrestleMania and eventually led to him leaving the WWF. The uh, Intercontinental Champion Razor Ramon defeated Jeff Jarrett in Jarrett's MSG debut by disqualification when Shawn Michaels interfered. And then WWF World Champ Yoko Zuna pinned Tatanka with a bonsai drop. After the bout, Tatanka sustained a second bonsai drop and was taken for ringside on a stretcher. Luckily, thankfully, Tatanka recovered and was on this card. Thank God. And then <laughs> the Quebecers, of course, beat Marty Gennetti and one 2 3 ten, to win the belts back. After uh, beat, following the Tower of Quebec on the kid after Johnny Pohl interfered and caused the kid to crotch himself on the top rope. But Scott, after, the main event on this card was a 30-man Royal Rumble match, which lasted an hour and 10 minutes. And you're not going to believe who won Scott. Owen won the Royal Rumble in this card. Beating Fatu, eliminating the last, Fatu was the last man he eliminated, and he won the Royal Rumble on the MSG House show. So Owen's coming off there with a t- bunch of fire here after winning that on Monday night. So that's why I think, Scott, they're going to win this match. Yeah, I think so too. This is great. I oh mean, there's going to be so many parties in Calgary when they win this match. It's going to be a, I mean, it's
1: going to be chaos. Oh, oh, we got a, wait, oh, wait a minute. Sharp, sharp, oh, this match, yeah, this match
0: is over. Like, oh, oh. damn it.
1: Brett, you should have got back. It should have gotten the ring, a, got out of the ring a little faster, but that's damn okay. It. It's all right. Damn it, Tim. People yeah, let's gonna just blame be, Tim White.
0: Yeah, people are going to be very upset when you go to the friendly tap tomorrow, Tim. Yeah, you're going to have to buy rounds, dude. You're going to have to buy rounds. And there's the rivets I talked about. Yep.
1: I wonder if, there's, uh, I wonder if they still have all those IcoPro banners. I'll have to ask uh, Rotella because his cousin would know. Well, remember when they did that anniversary Raw a few years ago? Oh, yeah. And they, put, was... the, and they put the IcoPro banner up? Ooh, wow. Oh. He snapped off that rope hard. Ugh. Was it me or did uh, Jacques need some hair plugs? he started losing on the top there a little bit
0: oh yeah he definitely is gotta say the MVP Uh, in the crowd tonight is this guy in the Bruins jersey at ringside yes he looks like Bruce Hart
1: (laughs) I think he's got a Yankee hat on I'm like what a weirdo
0: I think that's a WWF hat
1: oh is it oh okay oh yeah you might be right that's old school Bruins year before the Bruins I think won the president's uh cup in 93 one of like nine they'd win that would mean shit and then they got swept in the first round by Buffalo. The reason I remember that is because uh, the editor of our college newspaper the year before Dr. G took over was a diehard Sabres fan. And and I lost 10 bucks off him <laughs> uh, on that series because the Bruins had like 112 points, I think, that year. And they got swept in the first round by the fucking Sabres.
0: I think we've triggered a lot of memories in Pete Winston, if he's listening to this.
1: Yes. Rob Ray, Pete Winston, fuck that guy. Don't give me any shit, Bennett. I love Steve Bennett. Uh, The only good thing about the Sabres are their uniform, are their jerseys. Well, the non banana slug one.
0: Oh, the buff slug was the shit.
2: The buff slug.
0: Oh, no. What did Johnny Polo do?
2: Did he he throw bread into the railing?
0: No, he Uh. he was running into the ropes, and now he hurt the same leg from. Oh, no, this is terrible.
1: Oh, Oh, the Quebecers, of course, they're, you know, they're they're pros. They're going to take
2: advantage. They have to. But that's okay. Brett will get back in the ring. He will tag
1: into Owen Uh and Owen will finish the finish the job. That's what good brothers and tag partners do. They know when they're when they're being a weakness. Tag in the stronger partner.
2: Telling you it's going to happen. Come on, Tim. Count. This match should be over at this point. My God. I know you're trying to protect, you know. (laughs) Even Vince is like, this is ridiculous. Oh, and Mike Rotunda. Sorry. The fifth yeah. guy. I just realized it was five guys:
1: Mister Fuji, Tito Santana, <laughs> Rick Martel,
3: yeah.
1: Mike Rotunda, and uh, Tony Garea.
0: Five Tony, guys. Who, by the way, we're seeing right now because Jacques picked up a chair on Brett's knee, casually put it back, and Tony just straightened it out. <laughs> See Tony straightening the chair out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, uh, that's funny. Tony Gurria, total pro. Of course he is. Of course, Tony, speaking of Tony Gurria, there he is. You mentioned
1: fixing. Oh, my God. Oh, what is going no. on here? What? The mallet.
0: Tim is not doing. We talked about Morty Miller last month doing a crappy ass job. Tim is doing a real shitty job here. Oh, Marty Miller.
1: Marty Miller looks like. Marty Miller looks like uh, Tommy Young and Tim White's like Bronco Lubich. Well, Owen finally got Brett the ring. So Owen's thinking, all right, Brett will get it. We'll crawl over to me, tag me in, and Owen's going to single-handedly win the tag team titles for the brothers. And that's what good brothers do. Yeah. Owen,
0: stop. Owen, don't worry about this. Just.
1: Yeah. Tim
0: White's sucking at his job enough
2: already. You're distracting him too much. Well, Johnny's pretty pumped. He is. They were a good team. uh, Quebecers. Probably one of the more unheralded.
1: Tag team champions of the, there they are, the Rumble Rivets. <laughs> In between I, the Rumble panel, the Rumble panel, the Ico Pro.
0: <laughs> iconic. I should mention yep. though, Scott, um, my boy Mitch from Hatch Stell Toy is selling a, uh, right now for pre-order, you can get it right now, a two pack of Hasbro style figures of Jacques and Pierre. Oh,
1: wow.
2: That's impressive. Ooh, nice uh, Alabama jam off the top rope there yeah. on Brett.
1: This has to change. Oh, yeah. Come on, Brett. Tag into Owen.
0: Come on. Yeah, Brett. I know your knee sucks, but you can crawl over there and make the tag. Come on. Do the excellence of execution. Execute a crawl. Oh,
2: they're going to do the, try and do the. Merry go round, or whatever the hell they call this move. I always
0: forgot. The Tower of Quebec. Oh, oh, he missed it. Oh, come on, Brett. All right, now.
1: Wrong side, Brett. Turn around.
0: A little, right yeah, right oh, yeah. little girl in the hitman shirt. Yeah, it's <laughs> right there. Yeah. A little girl in the hitman shirt was very <laughs> pumped by that. Yeah. Brett, 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 what are you doing? What he, oh, he's going go to go. where are you sharp- doing the move? I think he's going to turn over the sharpshooter. I think this is going to be. Oh, yeah, I think he's got it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. This is going to.
1: I don't know. He's trying to do it with one leg. Is he out of his mind?
0: He can't even oh. do it. Oh, no. That's as bad as Rock doing the sharpshooter. He <laughs> just called for the bell. Wait, what? What? What
2: did Tim White call for the bell for? Why? what? Oh, no,
0: Scott. I know. This is. The... Oh, no, Scott. Really? Greg, are you and I doing a second consecutive wrestle
1: tracks where a match ends on an injury?
0: Oh, no, Scott. This is a Providence screw job. Surely this. We surely just did... got. Surely. We Brett just got Hort... Marty Millard. He got Marty. <laughs> M-. Surely this is never going to happen to Bret Hort again. I For know. I a... know. Where a referee randomly ends a match
2: My ass he gave up Oh and she just punched him White right now I know Oh shut up Ted You know what you're talking about Yeah. Oh, and you should tell, Brett, we almost had it. We did so well
1: together. We'll get him next time, right? Yeah. I know you were close to tagging me. It's okay. See, there's a- words of encouragement. Yeah. It's that bastard Tim White. God, another crappy refereeing job here on WrestleTracks. He's like, I'm sorry, Brett. I'm sorry we got Marty Millard. I couldn't do anything about it. Even the PCC rivets couldn't sell, save us. Even the Ico Pro banner couldn't save us. I know IcoPro couldn't regenerate your knee. <laughs> is that a I'm trying to still figure out what that guy's Bruin, with the guy with the Bruins jersey, what his hat is. Oh, well, you can see a suite there. I like the dining room chairs in that suite. Oh. Alright. Help they're gonna help each other. Oh, uh, yeah. Owen's going to help him out. Yeah. It's going to be fine.
0: Oh, going to be Don't worry good. about it. Everything's
1: going to be fine. It's be cool. Everything's good. Yeah. I... What? What? Oh,
0: no. Oh, no. He just kicked his, his leg. Why would he kick his leg? Owen, what are you
2: doing? It's not Brett's fault. You guys were Marty Millard. Why are you in this ring, Marella? Hogan's not here. <laughs> if
1: this was a Hogan match, Morella would have definitely de- well, they would have definitely won the world titles. <laughs> because Marella would have done everything for Hogan, according to Bobby and everybody else and Jesse. Tim Klein's like, "Hey, you jerk." I'm like, "Me, this is your fault. It's your fucking
0: fault, Tim." By the way, we had we had a shot earlier of a nice guy with a joint t-shirt with a Kansas City hat on. So, <laughs> Kansas was, City, uh... Very Chiefs? looking... Yeah, Chiefs. He was very looking forward to the anti-title oh. team tomorrow. Yeah. Yes, he was. Just... T- I wonder if he was going
1: to Buffalo from Providence.
0: Oh, no. He, he says he was too damn selfish. Selfish! What? So,
1: in the ring, we have Pat. There's Pat Patterson. There's Dave. There's Tim White. Billy, Billy Red. Red Lions. Uh... Joey Morella, Renee Goulet, Tony. Uh, I think that's it. Oh, the baddest.
0: Black, Black Lance. What, what about Lanza?
1: No, I say I don't think he's there yet. I don't think right. he was backstage yet.
0: Oh, Ray's going to come out to get something. Hey, Ray,
1: your
2: brother's a scumbag. I'd like to speak to Brett. Is the lady broken?
1: I like the pencil in Pat's ear. It's very, very official.
0: Okay, seems like the Brett's teeth broken. Well, this is Tim White's fucking fault then. <laughs> <laughs> what the Three hell round is... of cores
1: at the friendly tap. <laughs> what the
0: hell is Tony doing with his knee? Trying to get circulation bad. in the knee. Oh. Well, and Danny, you know
2: Danny's got that bad comb over. Oof.
0: Oh, geez, Danny. But Danny, you know what's Danny, sad? your hair looks terrible. Oh, God. You know what's sad, Scott? Brett's yeah. supposed to be in the Rumble match. I guess we're not going to see him tonight in the Rumble.
1: Nope. Oh, we got to hear from Owen.
2: Oh,
0: Big Owen hear, promo here. Let's hear this.
1: Turn
2: it up. What? I thought I had the best
3: partner. brother, you
2: all Yeah, fuck my family. <laughs>
0: Wait, he he did what? He kicked the leg out of his leg? How is that scientifically possible, Scott? That's
1: amazing! Because you know why? You're too damn selfish! How did they not make a t-shirt that said, You're too damn selfish? He said it like 13 times in this promo. You're too damn selfish. It's so funny, though. It sounded like he was so right. Yeah, the way he he sounded so exasperated when he said, you had to put the sharpshooter on, didn't you?
2: (laughs) Oh, it's so great. (laughs) You had to put the sharpshooter on, didn't you? Oh, God, that's so good. Well, obviously, Brett's not going to be in the Royal Rumble. I wonder if Owen will wrestle in his place.
1: Very interesting.
0: Well, oh, Ted, oh, screw you, Ted.
2: Yeah, so proud of Owen. What, did you pay off Tim White for being terrible? Dibiase would never walk into the friendly tap.
0: <laughs> wonder if Ted stole any uh, welfare money in the state of Rhode Island, too. <laughs> well,
1: you know. Taxes were high in New England, even in the 90s. Uh, I wonder how many pay-per-views that they did the table that
2: far back. Obviously, at WrestleMania, they didn't do that. I wonder why they did it here.
0: Summer Slam 89, we did, it was, they had the table.
2: Yeah. Yes, they did. I think even 90. Oh,
1: maybe it's not uncommon. I don't know. It just seemed weird. Because they were ringside. I no, maybe they weren't at Summer at uh, Survivor Series ninety three.
0: Okay, so we got the Intercontinental title between Razor and IRS. Now I should note, Scott, for this match, we have J R and Gorilla on the commentary. Because J R and Gorilla at this time were doing commentary for this show on Radio WWF. Because remember, this was still a thing at this time.
1: Yes, it was. Armed Forces Radio, kind of. Yep.
0: Oh, um, better start paying your taxes. Screw you, IRS.
2: Yeah. The
1: taxes are too high in New England. We can't afford them.
0: (laughs) Oh, some kids got a sweet Taz shirt at this time. The Tasmanian Devil. The Looney Tunes were, like, really hot in the 90s. Well, Space Jam. Well, Space Jam's two years Space. earlier, but at this time like Looney Tunes were like all Nick all the time at this point. Really? The Yeah, the Michael Michael Space Jam came out in ninety two? No, Space Jam was ninety six, but I mean that's two I meant two years before.
1: Oh, 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 oh. Oh, really? I thought it came yeah. out in
0: ninety four. Oh, no, wow. Ninety six. Ah. Uh,
1: I love uh Razor rocking his one of his alternate colors,
2: the Teal. Let's see. Trying to think. So Razor War. Black. Teal. Banana yellow. Purple. Purple. Green. Yeah. Red. I think that's it.
0: And Gorilla is just called gorilla just called Owen and Ingrate. And Jr. says, Stu and Helen have to be in tears. <laughs> uh, I I don't think Stu's in tears. Stu's like... No. Helen's probably like... <laughs> Helen's probably like, Oh, Owen, why'd you kick his leg out of his leg? Uh,
1: oh, Stu's like, Yeah, I pulled his leg out uh, from his other leg. Sorry, I don't have uh, Aaron George here to do his amazing Stu impression. So... Packed house at the Dunk, or the PCC. Damn it. Uh, For those that don't know, it would be renamed the Dunk in 2000?
0: Something like that.
1: Yeah, let me take a look.
0: Well, while you're doing that, I should mention, JR mentioned Razor won the title on October 11th against Rick Martel after Sean had to vacate the title and was stripped of it by Jack Tunney. Because shocker, Sean didn't. Sean missed dates. That's unlike Sean, huh? Missing dates on purpose?
1: Well, yeah. And he was having him and him and uh, Diesel were having a steady, uh, a steady uh, diet of nandrolone and pancakes because uh, Sean was a fat fuck at uh, <laughs> at '90. I mean, Starcade oh, at uh, SummerSlam '93.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: So yeah. So not only did he miss dates, I think he was failing drug tests too. Yeah. Um so so just a little history of our building, which we should probably start doing. We did it, I think, in the last show too. So the Providence Civic Center broke ground. And for those that, that want to also hear this, we did it on our Royal Rumble ninety four uh vintage vault back in the day. So it broke ground on in January of seventy one. It opened November third, 1972, and it changed to the Dunkin' Donuts Center in 2001 to increase financing. Oh. So Dunkin' Donuts made a deal, and in 01, it became, quote, the Dunk. Uh, in December of oh five, the Rhode Island Convention Center Authority purchased the building from the City of Providence and spent $80 million on an extensive renovation, which they did, boy, was it nice. Uh, new LED video display. New restaurant, 20 luxury suites. New bathrooms, HVAC, chiller, all done by October of 08. Uh, and then in April of 2022, Duncan. Duncan's uh, naming rights were going to expire. They were extended. Um, most of the major signage, including the main sign, was removed on August twenty fourth of twenty twenty two. Duncan officially stated that it would not renew its agreement, and that's because uh, they had just uh, were given. They just got the naming rights for the new ballpark in Hartford called Duncan Park, which is where the Hartford Yard Goats play. So on September 6th of 2022, it became the Amica Mutual Pavilion, the AMP, the AMP. Amica Mutual is based in Lincoln, Rhode Island. So uh doesn't say that notable performances. Led Zeppelin played twice there. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh it says they played there July 6th, October 31st of 1969. How is that possible the place hadn't opened yet? Weird. Uh, or maybe it was something else. No. Maybe it was an old oh okay, it's something else. All right. Um, obviously Grateful Dead, Queen, yes, Pink Floyd, bunch of obviously bands there. Um obviously the PC men play there, PC hockey play there. Uh there were a couple of uh Celtics preseason games at the dunk. Oh uh December 30th, not preseason, I'm sorry. This is actually regular. Well, one is regular season, I think. Uh, one is preseason. So on December 30th, 1972, so regular season game, Celtics beat the Sixers 117-107. And in a preseason game on October 9th, 2013, the Knicks beat the Celtics 103-102. to And of course, plenty of wrestling. Yeah. Rhode Island Comic Con is plays there. Of course, the arena has been used by Hasbro for their stuff. Of course, Hasbro's headquarters are across the street. See the big sign. Yeah. So a little history to dunk.
0: And also Hasbro would have the WWF toy line at the time. Yeah, exactly. So So while we get a chance, I'll go over the NBA games because there's eleven oh, NBA sure. games this night. So uh Justin's Hornets. Beat the Bucks tonight at the Coliseum in Charlotte, 91 to 80. Del Curry was the top scorer for the uh, Charlotte Hornets. He had. He had 21 points off the bench. Muggsy and Alonzo had 10 points. Uh, Larry Johnson, not in the lineup. I'm guessing he was um, maybe injured at this time, but. Vin Baker, top scorer for the Bucks with 19 points. And fun fact, Voice to be Nation's own Andy Afferton taught Vin Baker how to play WrestleFest. Yes, I know that story. I do. Okay, going to Denver at McDickles Arena in a preview of what was to come in the NBA playoffs. Nuggets over the Sonics, 98 to 91. John Kemp, 26 points for the Sonics. Uh, Mohammed Abdul-Raif with 22 points. But, Scott, we know what would happen in three months.
1: Yes, we would. Yes, we would. Amazing. First,
0: first, first uh, eight seed to ever beat a one in the playoffs, and the iconic image of Dikembe holding the ball on the court. Yep. I remember watching that game, rooting for the Nuggets that game, and that was amazing.
1: Well, I had no dog in the fight because, uh, for the first time, I think in 17 years, the Lakers missed the playoffs in 94. Randy fund was the head coach. Oh. Uh, things were not, things were not good. Magic obviously had already retired. Uh, worthy. That was worthy's last season. He would retire at the end. Uh, yeah, they were kind of a mess. Randy fund was terrible. He was one of Pat's assistants. Not good. Um, they would dump him and they would bring in, uh, uh, Dell Harris, uh, who would kind of begin the. Well, he's kind of like Buck. He's like the Buck Showalter of the NBA. He's good when you got to start from scratch. When you're just about to start winning, you bring in a guy that knows
2: how to win. So they went from Dell to Phil, <laughs> pretty much. The so IRS has a razor and a sleeper hold here.
0: Razor's got to reach out. Come on, Razor.
1: Uh, love the love the teal. Did the Celtics play this night?
0: Are uh we'll they get to that. They uh the Rockets beat the Jazz one oh six to one oh one. Uh Stockton with twenty five, Malone with twenty seven. For the Rockets, Hakeem had forty points. Big night for him. Uh what would you say? Well, you don't are? forget.
1: This was, on a side, don't forget, uh, reminder to everyone, this was the first season after Michael's retirement. So it was a wide-open, wide-open field in the 94 playoffs. Wide open.
0: Speaking of the Bulls, 90-81 over the Pacers this night. Scotty had 22 points for the Bulls to lead them, and Reggie had 17 points. And Oh, wait, what just happened here? Oh, no. Joey just got hurt. Oh, what's Earl, What is Erwin got?
1: Oh, he's gonna oh. hit him with the halibut! Oh
0: no! Oh, thank God! Throw that bleach! Oh, he's got, oh, he's gonna hit! Oh, Jesse! It's, too, it's a good thing Jesse's not in a uh, WWE. Oh, Jesse be, oh yeah, Jesse's losing his mind right oh, now. Listen into shit! Come on, cover Joey! Oh, this is oh
2: no! I feel like they should, they, they didn't, I think I remember saying this to JR.
1: I feel like WWEF did not take full advantage of, uh, razors, like color scheme scenarios in terms of like t-shirts and merch and stuff. That one t-shirt, which my buddy Gary, uh, bought that weird one, you know, the one like with his half face on it and everything you'll see it in the crowd. There's a couple people right at the top of the screen that are wearing it. Those were hideous.
0: <laughs> hideous. <laughs> okay, Razor's Edge. This is going to be all over. Thank God. Come oh, on, Morella.
1: Heaven.
0: Come on, Joey. Yeah.
1: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who's coming down? Wait. Oh, no.
2: Damn it. Where did Sean get that belt?
0: Well, remember, that's the belt he still had when he lost the belt. He never gave the belt back to Jack Tunney. Oh.
1: Wait a minute. We can't have two intercontinental champions. What is this? Yeah, what
2: is this crap? My God, Morello, wake up for Christ's sakes. If Hogan was down, the match would already be over. This wasn't a terrible match. I can't get over how much I love uh, <laughs> IRS uh, uh, Razor's uh, color scheme tonight. Love the teal. I feel like
1: red was one of his heel colors. Yeah. I feel like he didn't wear red much after 93. Because I'm pretty sure he wore red one year earlier when he fought Brett for the title at Rumble 93. I'm trying to think what he wore when he fought Backlund at nine. I'm going to say probably. Uh, I'm going to say probably r- black.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh no! no! No!
0: No! This is terrible. Oh, this is horrible, Scott. IRS. IRS has won the Intercontinental title. This is full crap. A miscarriage. I agree, Gorilla. Miscarriage of justice. I think those he's got those, Sean's full belt. Those those kids right there with the razor shirts. What? Wait, what's happening here? Oh, Earl. Good. Earl, What's Earl, Earl, doing his ring? Earl? Earl's like Joey. No, no, no. I'm gonna explain to you what happened. And now Joey's like, oh, okay. Did he kick his leg out from his leg?
1: That guy is holding that Razor shirt. My God,
2: it was hideous. I mean, I bought some pretty ugly. Oh! Oh, that's, that's the wrong the belt! Sandy gave a Razor's Edge for good measure. <laughs> that was funny. Now it's over.
0: But, Scott, this feud between Razor and Sean, it, it still has to be settled. I wonder how they're going to solve this feud between Razor and Sean with these two belts. Hmm. Oh, well.
2: That's crazy. So Razor retains his IC belt. He's carrying, he's holding
0: both. I'm sure this isn't foreshadowing something. No, I mean, he's the undisputed champion, right? Yeah, should right? be, no matter what Sean says.
1: Okay, I wonder if Sean was meant to hold on to the belt. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know so... if Sean was supposed to leave the belt in the ring or I don't know.
2: <laughs> oh, this is great. Oh, top of Wide. Double
0: deep! Yeah, because remember, Undertaker and Yoko had that thing at Survivor Series. Fitting up to tonight. Yes. You know, there's.
2: Oh. Carving up that casket. I love Prime Yoko. And I think this match
1: seemed to have been announced well in advance.
0: Yeah. I just love (laughs) Taker going, oh, oh, oh. (laughs) So while Taker's uh, cutting these promos here, let me get to the rest of the NBA schedule on this night. Yep. Hawks over the T-Wolves, 98 to 81. Kevin Willis, 34 points for Milwaukee. Isaiah Ryder, 25 points for the T-Wolves. Christian Leitner with 23 points. For uh, Meadowlands, we have the Nets over the Warriors, 124-98. to Chris Webber in his rookie season in Golden State, 23 points leading the Warriors. And Kenny Anderson with 20 points. Armand Gilliam leading the Nets and scoring 23 points off the bench. Armand Gilliam. And Scott, you remember Chris Webber was involved in that draft day trade with the Magic with Penny. And Penny would be I do. On, yep. Penny would be playing on this night against the Sixers at the Spectrum. The Magic would win 121 to 112. Penny had 20 points, Shaq had 33, Nick Anderson 24 points, Scott Scouse with 22 points. This was a loaded team for Orlando at this time.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. They had, uh, they had drafted well. And again, like I mentioned a moment ago, with, with, with Michael gone, uh, the East was, the West was already wide open anyway. But I think a lot of people, well, a lot of people going into that season thought the Suns were going to repeat because the Suns were still fucking loaded. Um, I was heartbroken when they lost to the Bulls in 93. I really wanted Barkley to get a ring. Uh, but uh, with Michael gone, everybody in the East was licking their chops. Kind of a disrespect to, uh, to uh, uh, Scotty. Uh,
0: Scotty, yeah. Uh, Sean Bradley led the Sixers, by the way, in that game, uh, 24 points on that night. So, speaking of the Suns, we go to America West Arena. The Suns won 118-117 to 117 over Portland. Clifford Robinson led the Blazers with 34 points. And for the Suns, uh, no Chuck in action, but Cedric Sabalas, 40 points.
2: Oh. He'd and be then we a future leaker.
0: Yeah. Arco Arena, Cavs over the Kings in OT, 119-109. to 109. Brad Doherty, 27 points for the Cavs. Mark Price had 22 for the Kings, leading uh, them in scoring, Lionel Simmons and Spud Webb had 22 points each. I didn't even realize Spud Webb was with the Kings at this time. Not either. Then we go to the Alamo Dome, Spurs over the Mavericks, 103 to 83. But this was a terrible year for the Mavericks. You know what their record was at, at following this game. Uh, how
1: many games was it?
0: 38. They had played 38 games. Do you want to guess how many they won after this game? They were. Oh God. Maybe
1: four or five.
0: I remember they were really bad. Two. Oof. They were two and 36 after this game.
1: Oof. Well, and then they drafted, uh, kid.
0: No. Yeah. Right? Kid 94. Yeah. But the second or third. Yeah. They drafted
1: Jason kid. Cause kid, uh, ended the, uh, the Duke run, yeah. Because Cal beat Cal beat Duke in the second
0: round of the tournament that year. Oh wait, what's the Yoko's gonna? What is he gonna? Do? Oh, he's gotta oh, he's gonna squash the casket. Oh, he's just. Oh, I got that. Logan's like, yeah, I'm gonna squash this casket. What's in the casket? Oh
2: shit! Oh crap! <laughs> oh, Yoko. Yoko
1: never like hit the deck. Oh. But he actually like he he sold that like a son of a bitch. I mean, oh. he hit the deck, and you never saw Yoko
0: ever hit the deck, really. He... Yoko was so great at this time. This is really like... was. Oh,
1: Yoko is legitimately one of the most unheralded <laughs> heels. <laughs> that was good. He fell on his ass. Yoko was like one of the is one of the most underappreciated heels of that era. Yeah, there's another guy with a PC with a. PB, PB with a baby bees uh, jersey on. Yeah, I don't own a uh, Providence Bruins jersey.
2: I just realized. Probably should.
0: Do you want to know who led the Mavs in scoring this night?
1: Uh Christ! Who was on the team?
0: Jimmy Jackson
1: was he the number one Jackson.
0: pick the year before? I think he was. He must have been. Tim yeah. Legler scored thirteen points. Oh God. Yeah, David That's Robinson, rough. David Robinson had 23 points for the Spurs. I, oh, yeah, this is Rodman's first year in San Antonio. Oh, OK. Yeah. And he must final have signed in the
1: offseason.
0: Final game of the night, pistons, over, pistons and Bullets at Baltimore Arena for some reason this night. For the Bullets, 98-93 winners. Joe Dumas, 25 points. Isaiah, 22 points. Terry Bills with 20, and for the Bullets, we have Don Don McClain with 31 points, Michael Adams with 23 points, and Tom Gugliato with 21 points.
1: Googs. He was
0: very underrated for me in NBA Jam.
2: Yeah. It's a good chucker.
0: Get to the NCAA basketball top 25 during this match. Since you mentioned uh, Cal and beating Duke in the second round of that tournament. Oh, no, wait, Cal beat uh, Duke at 93. 94 was the year uh, with Green Hill when they went to the championship against Arkansas.
1: That's right, and they lost to 40 minutes of hell. Good call, Diener, you're right. Because that's right, 91 to 92. they. Were. You know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking, no, I got that wrong, too. I, I, then I was thinking of the Penguins, but I thought, no, that was 91 to 92 as well.
0: Yeah, but Penguins we'll get to the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Hey, well, I've been I oh. the NHL is the All-Star game that. Uh, oh, that's true. Today. It was All-Star weekend. But yeah, that's true. I remember being pumped this night because the All-Star game was on NBC earlier that day and. Had a bunch of friends over for that, and then we watched the Rumble right afterwards.
2: Yes.
1: My brother wanted to go to the All-Star game. He's a big Ranger fan. Uh, incidentally, while you were checking that, uh, I was looking to see if there was any other shows on this night in other promotions like I do on the place be podcast. And, uh, there was no, uh, WCW show in this night. However, three days later, uh, Anderson filed a civil suit against Sid vicious for the scissor attack. And then five days later on the 27th was clash 26 in, uh, Baton Rouge.
0: And that, I believe, so, was
1: Bobby's debut. Uh,
0: yes. Yep. I remember it's when Gene gets the word from the headset. It's like, oh, my God, this is the worst news I've found out since my mother-in-law was staying over our house.
1: I know. Uh, oh, God. And uh, Gorilla, or uh, Tony and Bobby would, have, would end up having good chemistry for the next uh, almost
2: five years. Let me see if uh, ECW had anything going on this night.
1: see.
0: I love that Undertaker, the human Bluetooth, he can turn on the lights at any arena in the country.
1: Yes, the human Bluetooth. Uh, We have nothing from ECW that night. Well, historyw.com doesn't have anything. And then TNA, Ring of Honor. Oh, wait. Smoky Mountain?
0: They must have had something
1: yeah well Cornette's here let's see uh well, there might, there might not have been a well, show that night. no believe it or not there was oh we have a show January 22nd 1994 from the from Freedom Hall in Johnson City Tennessee 750 oh. people uh Anthony Michaels pinned the Hornet Bobby Blaze pinned killer Kyle Tracy Smothers pinned Chris Candido. Your tag team champions, Tom Pritchard and Jimmy Del Rey, of course, the Heavenly Bodies, defeated the Rock and Roll Express via DQ. Your Smoky Mountain Heavyweight Champion, Brian Lee. I wonder if he'd ever show up in the WWF, huh? Hmm. Eh, probably. I don't think he shows up till 97 or when. I don't think he's – he's not, definitely not here in 94.
0: Oh, no, no, Scott, I can assure you he's not here in 94 at all.
1: Not at all. Uh, he pinned the Dirty White Boy. And then the dirty white boy would end up winning a Smoky Mountain rumble, which included everybody's name. I pretty much said earlier, so, <laughs> so, so Smoky Mountain did have a card that night in in uh, Johnson City, Tennessee.
0: And so, speaking of check. Johnson, speaking of Johnson City, Tennessee, Scott, um, a couple yes. of years ago during the pandemic for Christmas, my brother got a bunch of Appalachian League hats on clearance. This was like during the oh, whole cool. minor league during the whole minor league switchover he actually got me two Johnson City Cardinals hats for five bucks. That's awesome. Yeah, I love minor f- league hats. On field hats. For seven, five, eights. Because now the, uh, um, they're now the uh, Johnson City do- Doughboys. Because the, they're now uh, Summer Collegiate League. Uh, the Appalachian League.
1: So yeah.
0: Wooden bats. Yep.
1: Yep. Wow. Fitted hats for fucking five dollars. Yeah. That's crazy. I wish I'd known that. I didn't even know that that, that deal was going on.
0: I'd have gone batshit. Oh. Yoko just uh, knocked Silly, hit his head right into the post. That was a great uh, kip up by,
1: by uh, Taker when Damn. Yoko slammed his head into the thing and he snapped his head up. That was fucking great, actually.
0: Yeah. Well, Scott, I'm so excited. This is a casket match. You know... The whole point of the match is you got to get the guy into the casket by your own damn self. We all know this. Yes, you're not allowed to have any help. Yeah. I, I mean, I know there's no pinfalls, no submissions, no DQs, but I mean, come on. You got to do your own damn work to get somebody in this casket. I mean, come on.
2: Question for you,
1: uh, Mr. Diener, while we're looking at this. Of all the original big four logos, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, the Rumble, and Survivor Series, which one was your favorite? Would you say is your favorite? Of the original four logos?
0: Original four. I like them all. But there's something about SummerSlam, that original logo that I love. yeah just gives me a feeling of it's the end of summer, and this is the last thing before I go back to school.
1: Yeah, good call. Because I was just thinking, because I'm a big fan of purple. Purple is one of my favorite colors. And I loved the Royal Rumble logo because it always reminded me of purple.
2: Oh, 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 oh. Oh, no. Jesus, if you were in the second row, you would have been blinded. Christ, Yoko threw like 90 pounds of salt in the air. I think he blinded the first three rows. Yeah, these fans don't care. Look at them. They're having a blast. That's crazy. I wish I had salt thrown to my
1: eyes.
0: That one fan's giving Yoko the business right there.
2: Damn, Yoko.
0: All right. So while that's going on, let me give the NCAA basketball top 25. So the latest poll would be January 17th. So we go down from 25 to one here. So 25, we have Maryland. 24 is West Virginia. 23 we got St. Louis, 22 we got Xavier, 21 is Cal, 20 is Minnesota, 19 Cincinnati, 18 UAB, 17 Georgia Tech, 16 Syracuse, 15 is Michigan, the runner-up from the previous year, 14 is Wisconsin, 13 Louisville, 12 is Purdue, 11 is uh, Temple, and going from 10 to one, we got Connecticut, Arizona, Indiana. Kentucky, UMass, Duke, defending champion North Carolina, Arkansas, UCLA, and Kansas is the number one.
2: Speaking of college uh, basketball, pretty pretty good timing.
1: Um, with this show, uh, Greg, because. The team that plays in this building, the Friars of Providence, actually went on an epic Cinderella run in the uh, Big East tournament. They finished 10-8, 20-10 in the regular season. Then they beat Villanova in the semifinals, 77-66. Then upset the second-seeded and number two team in the country, Yukon Huskies, 69-67. And then in the championship game, they beat Georgetown 74-64 to win the Big East Tournament. So they would get an automatic bid to the tournament. They got an eight seed in the Southeast, but lost in the first round to Alabama 76-70.
0: Now, hold on a second, uh, Scott. How many points did they score against uh, in the, the semifinal round, the Big East tournament again? 69.
2: Nice.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> you make me cough. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I needed that. All right. Uh, Oh, man, what? The urn. Yeah, the urn gets Undertaker up. Yeah, Ted's like, what is in that urn? I wonder what's in that urn, Scott.
1: I wonder what's in that urn as well. Mm. Uh, The reason I was looking at that was I was going back to the... Trying to see what the Providence Bruins did that season. But the... uh, There we go.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, this is going to be over in one second, Scott. It is. Wait, wait, what? Wait, it's Crush. Why would Crush be here, Scott? I know he's with Fuji, what? but why? what's his deal? Why is he here? We're supposed to have one-on-one match here. It's a, it's a one-on-one match, Crush. You should not be here. You should wait for the Rumble. Why are you here? Why, are, why And why is Dave getting in Paul Bearer's face? I don't understand. Why is the
1: refereeing so bad tonight?
0: It's the evil why referee. Kabal, so... The evil referee. Wait, Kabuki. Kabuki.
1: They know I like Kabuki. That's why he's wearing purple.
0: So, well, another oh, bad guy could wait a minute. And today, Rue Well, remember, they're both here because they're Fuji's goons to help let, uh, get Lex out of the rumble. Ah, that's right. Flexi Lexi.
2: Yeah. But Taker's well,
0: still beating the. And now there's Bigelow. Why is. No. What? Bam, they're, you have they're, nothing. They're, they're... You had nothing they're to are stopping do. Taker from. Wait a minute. Oh, no. Fuji's got the. Fuji and Cornette have the urn. How'd they get <sighs> the urn? They must have knocked Paul Bearer out. Oh. Meanwhile, Yoko's, Yoko's t- still in the casket. Yeah, he's taking, he's taking, a, taking nap. a nap. Yeah, he's like,. So while the,
1: all these heels are beating the hell out of taker, I was looking up the to see what the Providence Bruins did in uh, '93, '94. And uh, they were uh, they were terrible. <laughs> they finished <laughs> in last place in the north, 28, 39 and 13, 69 points. The uh, Portland Pirates. Won the uh,
2: uh, oh! won
1: Calder Cup. Whoa! Paul just kicked Fuji
2: right in the balls. Nice. And then he knocked out. Up, oh. oh. oh! Now he's got the urn.
1: Now he's fighting back. Nope. Today. Oh, sorry. Kabuki does oh. not have the title, so throwing him in there means nothing.
0: Oh, it doesn't mean jack shit.
1: Nope. doesn't mean Fred Catow. Why are all these heels wearing purple?
0: Everybody's wearing purple. All these
1: purple heels to go with the uh motif of the the motif oh. of the
2: uh apron. Wait a, a minute. minute. Adam, Adam Adam Oh Bigelow. See, Bigelow's been fucking shit up for years. <laughs> Double J? Double J?
0: Oh, double J. Ooh, oh, man.
2: He took
1: the oh. salt bucket right in the
0: teeth. Ouch. Ooh. Man, Scott, double J's here. If only we had, like, some badass enforcer to kick him right in the chin.
1: Oh, well, we might we might have to wait a little while for that. But, boy, that would
0: be great. I don't know. Somebody want to hit plus- ship usa network probably has somebody that can get that done exactly might take some time might not get it till the fall wait a minute oh that's the the blood- it's, the, it's the bloodline 30 years early <laughs>
1: <laughs> i know
0: right oh my god holy shit
2: you're exactly right it's the bloodline 1994 yoko the head shrinkers
1: I'm sure Alpha or Seeker are floating around there somewhere. Yeah, somewhere.
0: It was the 1994 Bloodline. Yeah, and just like... <laughs> just like 2024, we're going to have something that's going to leave the crowd pissed after a world title match. Exactly!
2: <laughs> oh, look.
0: Diesel's here. Oh, my God, even Diesel... These old just true Kevin Nash fashion just showed up late. The I might as well join in.
2: No, Samu, you should Batu, you should have put his like hands in the
0: casket. Then it would have closed. Man, I can't believe Undertaker is still getting up. This is amazing. He's fighting these terror guys hurts. here. This is great.
2: oh no we oh have crap the
1: 19, oh, I can't shit. believe we have the 1994 bloodline
0: oh just what is Yoko Yoko doing right he's oh he opened up the earth uh, uh, oh, oh uh, no uh, uh, it's green he's smoke he's letting out
2: all of the power oh no Except for IRS,
1: is just literally everybody on the every heel on the roster.
2: <laughs> every big name heel. Except L- and Ludwig, I guess. Yeah. I'm sure Ludwig so aside- would. Have been, sure oh Ludwig yeah, definitely.
0: Would, no, Ludwig would have been. I'm guessing Double J's like, eh, might as well have him take Ludwig's place because he's yeah. like so out of place with all of these guys. Bam Bam is going to
2: deliver a headbutt. Oh, so this. Samu's Zammu,
0: oh. going up.
2: The bloodline.
0: <laughs> 94 bloodline
1: is.
2: Regan 94 bloodline. On?
1: Exactly. So the 93, 94 Calder, uh, AHL season was the first season since 19 after 22 years. To not have a team in New Haven. Oh, my God. Broke, broke my heart because because, well, there was 20 years of the Nighthawks. From 72 to 92, that was my team, of course. Then they changed to the Senators when they became Ottawa's farm team. And then Ottawa moved them and they went to uh, Charlestown PEI.
0: That's a shame. You know, it's going to be a shame yeah. right here. This.
2: Uh, this is this is no. just dreadful.
0: This is horrible. Oh, there's Alpha. There's the 94 bloodline all in full effect right now. There, there it is. There's Alpha. Yep. I'm sure Paul Heyman was like behind the scenes somewhere while he was working ECW house shows. And that's it. I love, I love how Bigelow had to get on top of the casket. Just to make sure. Remember now they're going to lock that, it. Don't days you had to lock it. Oh, yeah. You had to make it official. Oh, this
2: is, this is
0: a true miscarriage of justice, Scott. It is. Huh. What a heel champion.
1: There will never be an amazing heel Samoan champion ever again.
0: Yeah, that, that will be, like, so overlong that you just want it to fucking end.
1: Yeah. We need Lex Luger to finish his story.
0: Yes. <laughs> It'd be like a shame if somebody, like an outsider, had to ruin it. Exactly.
2: So the wheel of the casket in the back with like every single heel on the whole roster, which is
1: actually pretty what pretty wild.
2: Yeah.
1: And uh Yoko. So. Oh, yeah. oh, uh oh boy. Oh. Ugh. Turn around, Jarrett, you doofus.
0: Come on, Jeff. I this is your first show, but come on.
2: I know you wish you were in Johnson City, Tennessee. Oh,
0: the, light. the lights are
2: out. <gasps> Wait, uh, huh? What? Uh-huh. How is a camera in there?
0: How? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Is it like a special X-ray camera? I, huh? Crazy. Now, I want to know what <gasps> Justin's reaction was to this shit.
1: He said the place was going nuts. And like I said, his seats, I'm pretty sure were in like a secondary area, you know, like second level area. But his buddy Jim, who I'm very good, who I'm good friends with, his buddy Jim that he grew up with, he got his tickets at the last minute. Justin, Justin's uncle got, got theirs, you know, quite a ways earlier. So. When the what we're about to see happens, happens, I could tell you hilariously where uh his buddy Jim's seats were. Okay, so it, you'll laugh your butt off, okay, literally. But, um, on a side note about the 93 94 NH- AHL and the Springfield Indians, who were one of the original founding members, moved to Worcester after 52 years in Springfield. But the Springfield Civic Center was a shithole, so. Uh, yeah. And uh the Baltimore Skipjacks, another old school AHL team, would move to Portland and they would end up winning the uh the uh Calder Cup. Their goalie was future Washington uh future uh Washington Capital, Olaf Kolzig.
0: Olaf Kolzig.
1: Oli the goalie. Yes. He was born, uh, he was South African. I didn't know that. Oh. So now we're seeing this incredible moment of Taker's body being lifted out of the screen. Now, the rumor is that that's Marty Jannetty in the uh, role of Taker being lifted. Now, do you see about... Now we're about half Taker's body's about halfway up. Yeah. That's where Jim's sitting.
0: Where the banner is. He got a, yep.
1: He got a great shot of Taker's ass. Or Marty, in this case, Marty Gennetti's ass.
2: So.
0: By the way, terrible peacock captioning. Ted saying this is not natural is, is translated as this is not a match yet. <laughs> I know. I saw that too.
1: And it is confirmed that that was indeed Marty Jannetty that was dressed as Taker. Of course, Taker stole the casket. So,
0: and uh, I guess, I don't know what Paul's going to be doing with the casket, but uh, I guess Undertaker has been, I guess now he's dead and he's, uh, he's like Jesus. He's going to come back one day. I don't know when he's going to come back, but, oh, well, I bet Ted's not thinking like, man, when he comes back, I'm going to be so screwed. But in the meantime, while he's gone, I have a great idea. Hey, what's primetime Brian Lee's phone number? Maybe I should call him up.
1: You know, he looks a lot like him. Hmm. Just saying.
2: Just saying, he looks a lot like him. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I agree, Ted. I would not be sleeping well either. But we witnessed something amazing. As Otherworldly. <laughs> otherworldly. As Paul is taking the casket. So now we're going to get prepared for the big one, Scott. The Royal Rumble matchup. And we got some comments involving the participants.
1: Yes. Including, of course, Macho Man. Randy Savage. Jeff Jarrett's not winning the Rumble.
0: <laughs> but ain't he great?
1: He is great, but he's not winning the Rumble. Uh, Tatanka uh, could win the Rumble.
0: Yeah, he could. He could. We could buy him as facing Yoko.
2: Well... At
0: this time, you're thinking, well, Diesel, yeah. But man, could you imagine the comedy of Doink won the Royal Rumble? Could you imagine how amazing that would be?
1: I think it would be worse as if Dink won the Royal Rumble.
0: Oh, I uh, would love <laughs> it if Dink won the Royal Rumble. The greatest mismatch in WrestleMania history, Yokozuna. Oh, I'll be f- no, <laughs> Yokozuna against Dink.
2: I feel so- like... I feel like Luger uh, was
1: probably the favorite.
0: Yeah. It was pretty much like Cody this year. It's like...
1: Yeah. Except, moreover. uh, (laughs) It's like uh, Punk was Brett. (laughs) Yeah. So while we're getting our little interlude here, like we always do on, here on wrestle tracks, uh, we always announce when we get to the main event of this current show, we mentioned next month's show. So next month, obviously is February. So we have decided, we've picked our three shows. Uh, two of them are a little shorter, not a full pay-per-view. One of them is, uh, and for the first time in WrestleTrack's history, we do not have a WWE slash F pay-per-view as an option. So vi- so right now, Fink is about to go over the Rumble rules, but of course, you all know them. So, so here are your choices. Think about it. Uh, let me look at the calendar. So the, ba- uh, the balloting, I don't have a, uh, Poop. Let me think. I have to look it in my head. Uh, okay. So the balloting will begin. The, the, the uh, ballot will be up on our place to be group page on Monday. Okay. Monday, February 12th. And it will stay up for a full week until Monday, February 19th. So you've got a full seven days starting Monday, February 12th to vote on the following three shows. And then towards the end of the month, of course, uh, Greg and I will be here. We'll record it and it will drop at the end of February. So here are your shows.
2: Oh, before we do that,
1: we have our first statistic.
2: It's Bron Breaker.
1: Oh, wait. No, sorry. Pretty much looks like him. Uh, Scott Steiner. Is your number one uh, participant in the Rumble?
2: This will be it for them, by the way. Yeah. They oh, they'd be gone after that. Oh no! Uh,
0: you were there until Mania, until June.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. You're right. Uh, oh,
0: Samu, a member
1: of the Samu, a member of the original bloodline. <laughs> Um, so here are your choices. Choice a, the first main event from February 5th, 1988. Yes. The main event with the plastic surgery choice B main event. Number two from February 4th, 1989, the pimp slap heard around the world.
2: Oh, God, please.
1: No, Steve Bennett will not be on that show to argue with me. So and finally, choice C, we we, we go out of WWE for
2: Super Brawl 2. Super Brawl 2, of course, took
1: place. On leap year day, which is fitting since there is a leap year this year. This is a leap year. Yeah, I think it's the only case ever that there was a pay per view on leap year, February twenty ninth, nineteen ninety two. Uh fitting. We continue the Sting story, the uh, Luger story, because his last match in WCW before going to WWF was this show. Yes. So there's your choices. Main event number one from 1988. Main event number two from 1989. And Super Brawl 2. Those are your picks for the ballot for WrestleTracks in February. So think about it. You got a few. Oh, oh. Rick Rick Steiner. Who's walking a little little gingerly.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, So again, you've got some time. The poll will open on Monday, February 12th on the place to be group page, and it'll be up for an entire week until the following Monday, the 19th. So there you go.
0: By the way, we saw That's the, right. uh, we saw the uh, Casio thing in the countdown. This is probably like the first thing I can remember on a pay-per-view, Scott, where they actually had a sponsorship.
1: Uh, you're probably right. You're probably right.
0: Was Cassia like, responsible for the clocks in the arenas at this point?
1: Uh, some of them. Sometimes it was Panasonic. Yeah. I know Boston Garden, it's Panasonic, I think. Uh, I'm trying to think of MSG.
0: Most of the, uh, at the college arenas at least use Daktronics.
1: Daktronics, yeah.
2: I think that's a contract with the NCAA. I think Daktronics.
0: Okay, good. The we do Steiners have some are... openings, by the way. What's oh, I'm sorry, good. I was good. Good for the Steiners. They're gonna end this borderline '94 shit. <laughs> oh shit! Wow, The hangman.
1: Oh, oh, you hear it? Wow, I just heard a ton of sh... <laughs> a ton of shit hit hit the fan.
0: <laughs> My all-time favorite yeah. Scott Keep joke. What's the sound of 300 pounds of shit hitting the
2: fan? <laughs> quang. Man, quang. I love Savio. Oh, who doesn't love Savio?
0: But yeah, what was it you're going to say, Scott?
2: I was going to say,
1: I'm, I'm kicking this around. I'm surprising you with this, incidentally, Greg. It's what I do as the pod father. I throw things on all my talent. So we may, I'm not saying we are, but there's a good chance that perhaps on a later month of 2024, maybe June, we may decide to give you, our listener, the option of choosing options to put uh-huh. on a ballot.
0: Oh, that'd be good.
1: So, I'm just saying, Greg, you and I are good at it. Yeah. But our listeners love choosing shows for us. Let's let them choose what they'd like to see yeah. on a ballot. Right. So, yeah. so I'm looking at our, I'm looking at our uh, April might be a little too soon. And we already have a couple for May. Maybe June. So let's look ahead in a couple months, and we'll, uh, we'll ask everyone to maybe give us some of their choices for a good June show. Now, it doesn't have to be a pay-per-view, and it definitely does not have to be WWE. Yeah. Could be anything you oh. want.
0: Oh, damn it.
1: Oh, you. you. You can't kick 30 legs out from their legs. So something to think about. We'll talk about it in February, too. We want to make the show as interactive and as fun as possible for all of you, our listeners, because we thank you for participating, because Greg and I have a lot of fun shows that we have on our heads, but we like having, you guys are are the best, and I always love the friends and family of the PTB Wrestling Network, that you come here and listen, so we want you to choose. Is there something you'd like us to do? So maybe we'll think about that for the June ballot down the line in a few months, if there's you know any june shows that you'd like to see us see on a ballot doesn't it just i mean it's going to win but if you have a choice cuz i have a pay per view that i would love to watch but i don't want to spoil the beans on it but that it's i'm kind it's kind of i'm kind of biased because i love the main event of that show but i'd like to see somebody else pick it oh owen just did he punch oh. rick
2: steiner in the nuts before uh, knocking him out i think he did
0: This is what I love about the Royal Rumble. How often are you going to see Owen Hort and Savio Vega double teaming Scott Steiner?
1: I know, exactly.
0: Oh, now they're fighting each other. Every are right, Casio
1: sponsors the timer. I don't think that's ever... Well, the other night at uh, this year's Rumble, C4 sponsored it, and every time they would go to five and then they go to the four, the four would turn into the logo, and then they go back to three. Oh, we have Bart Gunn, one half of the... Smoking guns who I find
0: it. Yeah. Smoking guns who are like a couple months. Have not won run. the tag
1: titles yet. No, yeah. They have They just start.
0: it would be another year before they'd uh, get the gold.
1: Yes. Vacate. You were saying, sorry.
0: Um, uh, I was, I was saying it's funny that C4 sponsored the uh, rumble considering one of the wrestlers on the show has his very own energy drink. So it's like, I uh, know. Yeah. Well,
1: Listen, they do Subway, uh, you know, they've done Subway a lot of times, and, you know, Brock has Jimmy John's on his fucking tights, so whatever. It is what it is, I guess, right? Yes, the Smoking Guns, just brand-new tag team, started in late 93.
2: We'll see Billy in a little bit. This is Bart. Who is going to win this match? and go to Madison Square Garden on March yeah. 20th to face
1: yeah. Yoko Zuna.
0: Yeah, it's only going to be one winner, Scott. Only one man can win the Royal Rumble, as you know.
1: Exactly. No, of course. Only one guy can be eliminated last. You can't, yeah. The That'd winner like stays a- in the ring.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's only, it's only one winner. Oh. Now, Scott, I got to rem- say, at this time, diesel he's just the bodyguard for sean so you're just thinking yeah he's like tall but it's like really like i'm supposed to be scared of diesel i mean
1: i'm sure he was gonna get fired i yeah. bet she probably wouldn't even stick around he's got that bad fluffy
2: hair
0: oh crappy ass mullet
2: Ugh. wait a minute is that Vinny Vegas? I think it is Vinny Vegas. Uh-oh. And I do like the fact that heels are hitting heels. Oh, Bart
1: Gunn just got eliminated.
0: Oh, that's one. That's an elimination for... Oh, wow. Wait. Oh two. Two. Oh man. Ouch. Wow. He dumped him pretty clean too.
2: Oh. Oh shit. Oh goodbye, Owen. Oh. That's three well, for Jesus.
0: That's three. Okay. Quang. Yeah, he's gonna take care of this. Definitely. <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh, oh wow, shit. Oh. oh
1: crowd's getting uh crowd's getting oh, a little pumped yeah. over, uh oh, Big yeah. Daddy Cool now, huh? Yeah.
0: Oh, boy, this, oh, isn't f- this isn't foreshadowing for later on in the year.
1: What the fuck is Backlund doing?
0: I was crawling on the ground like a little turd, <laughs>
2: like a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> you look just like superstar Billy Graham. <laughs> oh. You know, Bob Backlund's one of those guys that'll just be a career babyface, you know? Yeah. Can't ever see him being a heel, right? No. Nah. No. Wow. Oh,
0: five. That's six guys now. Damn. That's like five or six eliminations. Oh, so it's. Well, Diesel can just
2: chill. Crowd's it's a little uh, kind of get behind him a little bit here. Yeah.
0: I got to say Patterson booked this spot pretty well, because this is probably like the first time we ever had this.
1: Well, that is why from this day forward, it will always be called the diesel push. Because there was never a guy this size in a past rumble that, that was young enough that he had pr- a prospect or maybe a prospective future, you know? Next up is... Uh, oh, Billy. Oh, the other half.
0: Billy, the other half of the guns. And Billy would be a veteran of many Rumbles. Yes.
1: yes. And he would join the list of guys that won the... Seriously? Oh, Jesus. Oh. That's seven. That's seven guys. I've counted. That's
0: seven yeah. guys. Now, like, the crowd is, like, behind Diesel <laughs> So it's like, this is like the... Amazing. Oh, wait, we got some footage, Vince says. Oh! Oh, oh Tenru and Kabuki. Beating up Luger.
2: What a shitty locker room that is. Oh, he got like a broom and be- <laughs> Tenru's fighting at them with a the broom.
0: He's like, eh, whatever. Fuck
2: you wow i totally forgotten about that
0: yeah because remember Tenru and kabuki were their uh fuji's goons for the rumble to take out luker
1: yeah i used to be scared shitless of kabuki when i was a kid in like 82 83 when i first became a fan when he was still in world class he was terrifying fucking kabuki see i loved uh I loved, uh, like, Muda and Chono and those guys, but Kabuki gave
0: me the cr- Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh yeah, Diesel's going to be worried. This is your winner, Scott. Yep. It's going uh, to be meat sauce Diesel's- and olive garden tonight.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> meat sauce and olive garden. I love how Diesel, uh, DiBiase said, I'm going to enjoy this, McMahon. Oh, jeez! Oh, Bert, they. Vince said Virgil's the alternate for Kamala. Oh. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> well Bur-
1: Yeah, see you, Diesel. I <laughs> mean, see you, Virgil.
0: Oh, no. That's well, eight guys. Well, now Virgil can go to Olive Garden early tonight.
1: Yep. Bread, sticks, and soup, man. Bread, sticks, and soup. Yeah. And salad. Yeah.
0: So... <laughs> Uh, while we're waiting for the next guy, Scott, I'm going to mention yes. what ha- would happen if you were watching something else other than the Rumble tonight on January. Ah, so 22nd, while you were 18th.
1: upstairs watching the pay per view, right? While your while your parents were upstairs, while you were upstairs watching the pay per view, what were your parents watching downstairs?
0: Okay, so for NBC, we have Saved by the Bell: The College Years at eight o'clock, yes. Getting By at eight thirty. Empty Nest at 9, Nurses at 9.30, and Sisters at 10. For Fox, we got back-to-back episodes of Cops and a news magazine called The Front Page at 9. And oh, here comes Macho.
1: Macho, he ain't gonna get chucked out in two seconds. I'll oh, tell you no. that right now.
0: That doesn't work for him, so brother. That,
1: no. I'm, I'm pulling my Hogan card. <laughs> this guy's not tossing me in fucking two seconds.
0: F, F you, Diesel. Okay, uh, ABC, ABC Saturday Night at the movies. We got The Parent Trap with Haley Mills at eight o'clock. Oh, the original, yeah, the original one. And then we got a new episode of The Commission at ten. But CBS, we got Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman, Parts of the West, and Walker Texas Ranger with Chuck Norris. Man, Scott, could you imagine if Chuck Norris had been outside the ring? of a casket match i bet you those heels would not have touched taker for one second
1: i bet you one, i'll tell you one thing i bet you jeff jarrett would have probably been nowhere near that casket
0: Oh, damn straight yeah and the uh let's talk about what it was on uh the networks the following sunday after the show uh on the 22nd uh, abc we got Back-to-back episodes of America's Funniest Home Videos at 7 and 7.30. A new episode of Lois and Clark at 8 o'clock. And an ABC Sunday Night movie called French Silk at 9 o'clock. For Fox, 7 and 7.30 back-to-back episodes of Code 3. Martin at 8, Living Single at 8.30, married with Children at 9, and the George Carlin Show at 9.30. And as Double J's coming to the ring, you might be asking yourself, well, Greg, it's Sunday night. Why are, why is the Simpsons not on Sunday night? Well, because remember, Scott, in mm-hmm. the Simpsons' second year, it moved from Sunday night to Thursday night. And this is the last year of the Simpsons on Thursday night before it moves back to Sunday in the fall. I'm guessing it's because when we talked about Fox getting the NFL, Fox probably needed, like, a big show to keep that NFL audience. So that's probably why oh. they got the Simpsons, yeah. Got Simpsons back.
1: Well, and I think because Fox probably, well, I don't know. Well, Fox probably was trying to compete with NBC's, remember, you're talking 94, so we're talking Prime Seinfeld, Prime Friends, uh, I was going to say Will and Grace, but that didn't start until 98.
0: Well, uh, Friends, Friends wasn't until the fall of 94, so.
1: Okay. But you had Seinfeld just reaching its prime, unless it was already technically in its prime. Um,
2: Savage is like, sorry, brother. I'm not letting Jeff Jarrett eliminate me either. All right into Diesel. Say goodnight, Jeff. Yeah. Jarrett's
1: like, if I'm not letting, <laughs> Savage is like, if I ain't letting Diesel eliminate me, I'm not letting this putz eliminate me. Oh, Who's next? Ooh, oh,
0: crush. crap.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah,
0: because remember... Savage is going to give up. Oh, yeah, here we yeah, go. Yeah, because remember Savage and Crush had the uh, incident at the summit back in October. Yep, the shit sav- is still percolating. The Savage-Crush summit. Remember summit. when they were hyping that shit up? Yeah. as like all the great summits in history. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be on
1: I know. Because the... Crush was hurt, and when he was coming back, Savage he would ignore him. It was, like, so weird.
0: I did not get that at all. Um, NBC, on January 23rd, you had something called Eyewitness Video at 7 o'clock. A special at 8 o'clock, Treasure Island, The Adventure Begins. And in the um, TV movie, In the Line of Duty, The Price of Vengeance at 9 o'clock. But CBS, Ooh. CBS, we had uh, the NF- NFC Championship going into uh, 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then we had 60 Minutes following the NFC title game on CBS. And then Murder, She Wrote in the CBS Sunday movie, An Incident in a Small Town. Now, Scott, the NFC Championship game on CBS drew a 26-6, 60 Minutes, 26-9.
2: There's doink. Well, what's funny is
1: uh, I'm sure a lot of people that were casual viewers. I'm sure two groups of people shut the game off in the second half. Casual viewers and 49er fans. I, however, watched all the way to the end.
0: (laughs) By the way, we crushed just casually tossed Randy Savage out like. Yeah. Yeah. You. Yep. And Doink is just laughing his ass off. He's like, I'm gonna win the Royal Rumble. I'm gonna do, like, an eight-day bender of cocaine. Yeah, I know Matt Thorne wasn't Doink anymore at this time, but still, that Dark Side of the Ring episode where he talks about Doink having that eight-nine-day bender of coke is, like, the funniest thing uh, ever. Well, oh,
1: right now oh. he's shooting, shooting liquid coke out of his flour.
0: <laughs> oh, he's well, it was it
1: was later that year too, uh, Greg. If I remember, pretty sure it was '94 and not '95 when uh, Matt Bourne would go to ECW and he would be half Doink and half Matt Bourne, and he would be called Born Again, yeah. and he'd be in this little faction with uh, Mister Hughes and. Maybe Shane Douglas? Yeah, Shane. I don't remember. was too, yeah. Yeah. Oh! oh.
0: Uh-oh. First off, sitting
1: his fat ass on
2: top of the casket.
0: Bammer I don't see bam, a lot bam. of action
2: tonight. Yes.
0: Oh, how nice of crushing and Diesel. They're just going to open the ropes for him.
1: How nice. Heels band together. You got three massive heels and doink.
0: (laughs) Well, they, well, you know, Crush, Diesel, and Bam Bam, Bam—they're all part of the '94 bloodline. Each of them can take turns of being the Sammy Zane of the group.
2: Yes, (laughs) and goodbye, doink.
0: There's something about those vintage Royal Rumble aprons that always get me in that sweet spot.
2: Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's it's the color scheme, that font. I was so bummed in 96 when they got rid of it. Yeah. So now Bigelow. So now the three heels are fighting each other. Bigelow, Diesel, and
1: and Crushes. Oh, oh, damn. We got some more beef coming in the ring. Mabel. Oh,
0: yeah. It's too bad we Candy don't have entrance Girl. music because I would love for Oscar to do a rap right here.
1: I want Oscar to rap Candy Girl. That'd be even better.
0: Candy Girl.
3: Da, da, da.
1: For those who know the inside joke on PlaySpeed Podcast. <laughs>
3: or purple
2: literally Diesel's the only one in the ring that has no purple in his
0: tights (laughs) man could you imagine if Diesel and Mabel fought each other in a match if wait say that again if who if Diesel and Mabel faced each other in a match, that'd be like nuts, right? Oof.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't have made a pay per view with it or anything.
0: No, but. maybe like a good like mid card match. I bet. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not for a belt.
1: Oh,
2: what belt would either of them have? I mean, you're yeah. you're talking crazy talk now. So we got.
0: a lot. Vince is saying a a lot Now I know why Susan St. James said it a lot At Mania 2 Exactly Another guy with purple in his tights Oh,
1: Sparky Sparky. plug Yeah So literally Diesel's the only one in the ring That does not have any purple in his tights
0: And I think Vince said Sparky plug is replacing 123 Kid Which is funny because Next year at the Royal Rumble Both him and the Kid We're going to have an amazing moment against uh, that guy who's punching Mabel and somebody else. Yeah. Nice overhead shot there.
2: Yep. Great crowd.
1: I always said that to JR, too. I said, "You you guys were a great crowd.
2: There's the rivets again. Ooh. Did Bob Holly borrow Razor's boots from earlier in the night? <laughs> like the same shade.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't know if Lex is going to make it to the Rumble, Scott. Ten and Kabuto. I don't know. At number one.
1: Yeah. yeah, they wrecked him pretty good. Well, guess the story won't end tonight, then. No, that's a that bummer. Sucks. Who's gonna win yeah. there? Who's gonna face Yoko then? Diesel.
0: Well, that'd be that'd be like weird. Uh, oh, here, Sean. Sean Michaels.
2: Oh, what's gonna happen? It would...
0: Oh, are we gonna get Diesel and Sean? We gonna see something here between these two? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure Diesel and Sean would never uh, fight because they're buddies. That would never happen. Yeah, see? They would never. I mean, they're good friends, Scott. They could never be better enemies.
1: And look, I know, right? And look at that. And Sean just and Diesel finally got eliminated. Sean didn't help him any. Good friend, you are. But that would be a mistake. They're friends forever. Like you yeah. said. Yeah. They would not make better enemies. They're they're really good friends. Diesel would never do anything mean, like hit Sean with like a guy's prosthetic leg or anything, right? That's just sick. Oh no. Never happened.
0: That would never happen. It would never horrify my mom while randomly walking into the room while I'm watching a match.
1: I know, right? Sorry by the way, tr-
0: by the way, hate to break kayfabe, but true story that actually did happen. <laughs> I assume so. Well, this kid in the Tasmanian Devil shirt on his all hands and they're like, oh, he's jumping up and down for Mo. For
1: Mo, so we're back to now literally everybody in the ring now except Sean has purple in his tights. Yes. I don't know why that's that's fascinating me tonight. It's like everybody's got some form of purple in their
0: tights. In this case, not Sean. Yeah. Could you imagine if Mo and Evil were the last two in the ring?
1: Oh, my God. I think this place would clear out. <laughs>
0: I think everyone would be chanting, whoop, there it is. Because <laughs> <laughs> they'd be guaranteed a winner. Everyone would go home happy.
2: Incidentally, uh,
1: earlier in the night, or it might be right before the match, President Jack Tunney had announced that they tightened the... Uh, tighten, they tighten tightened the...
2: Out.
1: The... Uh, the uh, Countdown from two minutes to 90 seconds. I just wanted to make that point. I wasn't sure if we yeah. mentioned that
0: earlier. Yeah. Yep. Probably Jack said to everyone backstage, Furthermore, I'm reducing the time of this match <laughs> from two minutes to 90 seconds for each competitor. Probably if they've been like, devenomized. <laughs> and Earl was probably like, Okay, Jack.
2: Oh, the hammer.
0: The hammer. That's right. He was in this rumble. Well, it's going to take him fifteen minutes to get going, Scott. So
1: exactly. So he might not. He might
2: not make it here.
0: Yeah, ninety ninety one. Hammer went fifty minutes. Wow.
2: Anyone, this is a totally. Oh, sorry, God.
1: Th- this is totally. I was just saying, it's totally off topic, but. Well, not off-topic, but... uh, So, what were, like, the... uh, Not to put you on the spot. What were, like, the hot figures in 94, probably, at that point?
0: What, for WWF? Well, this is, like, the end of the Hasbro run, so... I remember um, getting, like, a a Razor figure from, like, KB. That was, like, a really hot toy. Oh, like, I remember, like, some of the 92 figures being, like at CBS. I remember my dad getting me like a Ric Flair from CBS.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. You know what they should have done? They should have done a collectible razor set where you could, they could have done like seven razor figures, all with different colored tights.
0: Damn, that'd be great.
1: Well, the cool, well, that come on, you would have definitely gotten it. Yeah. Oh, let's see who's next. The Tonka. He doesn't have any purple. <laughs> He's wearing razor steel.
0: <laughs> Tanka. That's what Bobby was calling this.
2: Yeah. So at yeah, this
0: point. T- at this point.
1: Looking in the ring. Who would be the, the
2: favorite here?
0: Uh, With
2: heel Yoko as champion. Oh, the hammer. Could you
0: imagine if it was Yokozuna against the Hammer at WrestleMania?
1: Well, the Hammer hadn't gotten a title shot since uh, I think he beat... I think uh, I think him and Hogan had a match in like maybe mid-84. I know it's yeah. on the first... I think it's on the first Hulkamania tape. I think he wrestled... Uh, I think they wrestled at the Spectrum.
2: The Back when Hogan juice. was still rotating. Yeah, well, yeah, it
1: was back when Hogan was rotating his old AWA tights, still, before he stuck with the red and yellow.
0: Yeah, so Hammer's overdue for a title shot here. It's his time. I agree. It's time for him to finish the story.
1: Let's finish his story. Why is Sean fighting one of his ex-knights?
2: <laughs> not supposed to know that, Scott.
1: Oh, damn. I forgot. Terry Funk's horse was sick.
0: I'm sorry, Vince, but my horse is sick. I can't do the show.
2: I can't do the show. Sorry, Vince.
1: Oh. oh, back to more purple, guys. Here's Kabuki, oh. who sufficiently took care of Luger, apparently.
0: Oh, I should be remiss, God, But remember the, yes. uh, the WWF All Japan New Japan joint show in April of 90? Tenru, right? I'm I'm not kabuki, wrestled Greg Valentine on that show. And do you know um, Shane was the referee for that match? But do you know what Greg the Hammer's entrance theme was for that match? No, she's got the look by Roxette. (laughs) So not only do you have Shane McMahon refereeing a great Kabuki match, but you have Greg Valentine coming out to Rockset in his Riverman Blues outfit.
1: That's dreadful. Oh, Mabel! Oh and,
0: oh, and oh, took eight guys to eliminate Mabel. No, that's a shame. I really wanted to see Yoko's, a ton of beef in this room. Ton of beef. <laughs> Yoko's gonna Mabel. That would have been great. But I guess Mabel Still will a ton never of beef get. Left. I guess yeah. Mabel will never get a shot at the title.
2: Never, because there's no other way you could get a title shot or such. I don't think we're going to see Luger. No. Oh, Oh! my. Scraped up off the floor backstage. He's got to be the favorite now.
0: Oh, yeah, he's definitely going to win this. He's finally going to get that title shot of that bullshit Smoky Mountain Magic. That always makes me laugh. Smoky Mountain Magic. What the fuck does that even mean? I have no idea.
2: Just some corn. One of his his thugs, Kabuki. Uh, One thug's gone. Uh, Tenaru,
1: I think, already got eliminated, so Tenaru.
0: I, I don't think I've seen Tenaru yet.
1: I thought he did come in the ring. I'm wrong. Maybe he didn't.
0: So I think we're at 20. So Lex, I think, was 23. So we had seven so more we got men seven there. guys left.
1: Yep. Well, I think it's some other possible. Well, we're not going to see Brett, obviously. He's probably off to no. Providence Hospital. So. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll tell you this. Could you imagine if Lex and Tatanka were the last two in the ring?
1: I mean, they're friends, right? They would never not be friends again. they would never not be
0: friends. I don't...
1: No, not at all.
0: Neither one of those two would ever sell out, Scott.
1: No, no.
0: He wouldn't sell out. And I was just
1: thinking, no, not at all. And I'm thinking, man, it's a shame Brett won't be in this match because you can't come back and get your leg kicked out from your leg. I mean, that's huge. It is. Can't come back from that.
0: Like that one kid at had a Lex Luger sign right there. Okay. Oh, there he is. I, just, I was only off by one. <laughs> casually was like, yep,
2: I'm here. So, of course, the other thug comes in. Tenru's was awesome. Oh, he was. He was a good $2 steak.
0: Tenry like a guy who needs to have like a figure by one of these companies that are making like retro figures.
2: I wonder if they,
1: uh, let's see, I got to talk to either uh, Mark Poirier or D'Amato because they both were there this weekend in Tampa. And I'm wondering if uh, like these other big shows, because I've been to, obviously I've been to manias with superstores. I've been to summer slams with superstores, but I wonder if, Like, the Rumble has a Superstore? Probably. And, uh... I don't know about Survivor Series, but... And they have specialty figures from certain eras. I think a Teneru 94 Rumble figure would be very cool.
0: A two-pack with Kabuki. That would be awesome.
1: I still regret... This past August, when I was in Detroit for SummerSlam, not getting that fucking... Commemorative Andre WrestleMania Two with the banana tights. I'm so mad at myself. Should just got it.
0: Okay, who's coming?
1: I don't know. I don't see anybody.
0: Oh no, Scott, that must have been Brett. That must have been his. Oh,
1: maybe it was Bastion Booger. I don't know.
0: No, it's definitely Brett.
1: Oh well. I look. You cannot come back when you get your leg kicked out from your leg. It's serious. Mm -hmm. It's a shame. Damn you, yeah. Owen.
0: Yeah, fuck you, Owen. It's all, but Tim, you know,
1: White. it's all, it's all Tim White's it's,
0: fault. It's all Tim White's fault. Everything goes back to Tim White, Scott.
1: It really does. That's two straight pay per views, uh, two straight wrestle tracks now. Last month we had a deal with Marty Miller's nonsense, and now fucking Tim White. this is a- Who knows? This Next month's a- wrestle tracks, we may be having plastic surgery issues. Who knows?
0: Who <laughs> could? Oh my god, Scott. I, I, again, Stu and Helen in Calgary, they're probably very upset. I they're definitely upset. I'm sure Bruce is probably pissed. He's calling somebody on the phone.
1: Yep. I wonder if Stu's thinking to himself, Yeah, all these years I've never heard of kicking a leg off of my leg. I like that idea. I still can't give it I can't give Stu justice. Aaron George is ten times better at it than I am.
0: Hey, yeah. Alan, he kicked his leg out of his what? Out
1: of his what? That sounds fascinating. I'll do that to the Mongolian stomper. Oh, who's next? Oh. Oh, oh, another guy who's multiple tag team champion. Who almost was intercontinental champion just a few months earlier. When he won that uh, battle, when he co-won the battle royal. In my home at home building, New Haven Coliseum. Yeah. I was at that taping.
0: Yeah, actually. And Rick Bartel just... is amazing. And he has a great AWA figure from Remco, which by the way, Scott, yes. if if you, if you saw it recently, because you know, uh, Powertown wrestling is, has brought back the Remco line of the all-star wrestlers. Really? Yeah. They brought it back. Um, they're gonna be doing a set like uh missing links gonna be in it, Nick Bakwinkle, Bobo Brazil. But one of the figures they just announced last week is gonna be a Tito Santana. Really? Yeah, so you can now finally have a Remco Tito Santana to, to go with your Remco Rick Bartel.
1: Yes, my two pack, uh, Greg. I got that. My dad, I, I got it for. I got to say, maybe I got it for my birthday. Maybe I saw it at a toy store. But it was a Rick. The combo was ready for this. So it was a two pack of Rick Martell and Baron von Raschke. I think it's the only Baron von Raschke statue, I probably, figure I've probably ever seen. I wonder who this is. I mean, it's not Brett's. So we know that.
0: Oh, no. Who is probably, it then? It's probably Bastion Bugger. Like, but. I mean, oh! Oh, my God. What? Oh, oh my God. It's a he miracle. His... It's a miracle. He got his leg unkicked. It, I guess he must have put his leg back into his leg. This oh, is
1: my God. You know why he's in this match? Because I... he's too damn selfish.
0: He is too damn selfish. But you know what? See? All covered. about him. All about him. Owen's probably like, I told you. I told you, motherfuckers. So Selfish. Damn selfish. I mean... So, but I mean, this is just a. This is. I bet you.
1: Listen, Luger's gonna win this still. Yeah. Owen's probably gonna come out. Cost. Uh, cost. Brett. But Luger's gonna win. I think we're fine.
0: Yeah. Actually, you know what? No, Scott. I think Hammer's gonna take this whole thing. He, he's starting to get going. Who? Hammer. I oh, think the hammer. That's like, yeah. Hammer, Hammer's gonna right. Getting going. Yeah. He can go all
2: night.
1: I like how Crush is working on Brett's. Uh, he's trying to unleg Brett's leg. He's trying Wait to unleg b- the leg.
0: Wait a minute, Scott. I just thought of something. What if Tenryu wins the whole thing and it's Yokozuna against Tenru? How's that going to work?
1: I know heels
2: against each other? I can't see that happening. No way. He's only a henchman. Who's left? Oh, more members of the 94
0: Bloodline. How many 94 Bloodline members we got? We got Tenru, We got Fatu. We got Bammer. We got Crush. Kabuki. So, it's, yep. so we, got, we got four 94 Bloodline in the ring right now.
1: Yep. <laughs> I think Kabuki's still in. No, I think he got eliminated.
0: Kabuki, yeah. Kabuki was already gone. Blue Girl was eliminated.
1: already eliminated. So you got, uh, we have Fatu... Uh, guess what? Just go write a luger. Yeah.
0: I I didn't realize how long Bob Holly's in this. I, I agree. I had no idea either. This is like a really impressive showing for him.
2: I I, I agree with you hundred percent. I think you're totally right. I have to say,
1: watching this again for the first time in quite a while, this is actually a pretty good show. I have to say, it, it a is very entertaining show. Well, very entertaining I, show.
0: I think no matter what one, I think we're going to be very entertained by the Rumbles in match. Yeah, I think uh, we would
1: have been. I, I definitely think. Oh, I think all three, all four Rumble matches, the men's ones, and then the one women's in 2018. I think we all had their, had their, their. Nice moments. Oh, oh fresh Marty. off pretending to be the Undertaker.
0: Marty J. And uh, just lost the tag, but oh, yeah. Lex eliminated Crush while we were uh, talking there. So Crush is gone. And Sean and Marty, yep. Marty goes right after wow, they Sean. They are. Wow, they're fucking going at it, too. No, they're <laughs> They're probably shoot punching each other for all we know. Well, remember, Morty beat Sean for the belt on that May 17th, 93 Raw for the Intercontinental. Yep, with the help title. Of yeah, yep. I and, think it was in Utica. And Sean, no, I think it was Al- Albany. Yeah, Sean won it back Albany. in Albany a couple weeks later. Yeah. By the way, Sean was going for the super kick while Tenru was holding Morty. And Morty ducked out of the way. But thankfully, Sean. Did not kick Tenru in the face. You could you imagine if somebody if Sean did that to somebody? Yeah, like, like why would Sean miss? He's not that. He's not that clumsy. He would never hit somebody in the face by accident with the super kick.
1: And if he did, I mean, he would admit it, and he would admit it was his fault. You know, Sean's a good friend like that.
0: Yeah, because him and Diesel, they're the best of friends. They'd never—they
1: are N- absolutely. They're two dudes with big time bad attitudes. And oh. now here is from Three Mile Island. I was a huge Adam Bomb Mark. I don't know oh. why, but I just was.
0: Yeah. So yeah, he's got a pretty at-
1: good stat. He's got a pretty good figure, right?
0: He had yeah, a good figure. yeah, Chela Toys, I think, or uh, one of them. Came out with like an atom bomb figure a couple of years ago. There's also one with that glows in the dark too. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. It's a glow in the dark Adam Bomb figure. And it fits right in line with uh your Hasbro's, so that's somebody I'm disappointed never got a legit Hasbro figure back in the day. Adam Bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nothing. Hammer's still in Scott. there. Hammer's, he's going to win it, Scott. I got to feel like,
2: like. Yeah,
1: sorry, Luger. We're kind of pushing for Hammer. Yeah,
0: I wish Lux. It's story Oh, somebody got eliminated. Oh, uh, Brett and Sean eliminated Wait. Holly. So. Okay. Got to say, great showing for Bob. Yeah. Okay. Well, Vince is saying the guy who didn't come out was Bastion Booger because he got a little sick.
1: He didn't come back for the Batcave. Uh,
0: well, I guess he must have yeah. ate too much at the craft service table.
1: Exactly. So let's see. We have Teneru, Teneru Brett, Sean, uh, Martell, Valentine, Luger. I think Bigelow's still in there. Yeah, yeah Bigelow's still in there. Fatou, Mo. There's still a decent amount of dudes in there.
0: All right, let me just think of people who probably could legit win this. Lex, Brett, Sean, maybe Bam Bam. Yeah, those about it.
2: Yeah, that's
0: about it. Yeah. I look at Ten He's like, whatever. Tatanka. It's oh, Tatanka. Yeah, Tatanka. So that's five, five guys who could legit win this. Yeah. Hey, could you imagine Yoko Duda against Shawn Michaels? Yeah, you know, that the guy who claims that he's the Intercontinental Champion because he never lost it against the World Champ. That'd I mean, be
2: crazy. That's that would be crazy. It's entirely possible.
0: Oh, Adam's Adam's gonna probably take the leg out from Brett's leg again. Make Owen happy.
1: Meanwhile, Bloodline's still working uh, Luger over.
0: No, I think this is it for Lex. Oh, no. Okay, good. He's still in it. Yep. What a showing for Mo. Yeah. I figured Mo would have been eliminated eventually. The two most impressive people in this match, Mo and Bob Holly. Yeah, right? Yeah crazy hammer has been in there for a half hour oh then he's yeah. ready
1: now see this oh, is yeah. ready now oh uh, this is when hammer this one hammer hits the stretch right here yeah. oh yeah hammer's trying to eliminate martel over on the side over there i think he just did no no martel wheeled
2: his way back in oh Say good solid uh, end here. What's there? There's
1: still a decent amount of guys. What's there? Ten guys in there?
0: Yeah, ten guys.
1: Ten guys. Maybe even more. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. I think there's
2: eleven. I think there's eleven guys left. As mentioned, uh, the following
1: year, 1995's Rumble in Tampa would be the last Rumble with the cool with this with the awesome classic logo. When the uh, when they would go to, I think it was Fresno. In oh oh no, see a hammer. I guess right when he got going, he got uh, dumped.
0: Oh, Hammer's not going to finish the story, Scott.
1: His story. He's got to
0: go back to when he wrestled.
1: Uh, Backlund in 1980.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, he's going to go back to the Northeastern Indies. Oh, Rick is gone.
1: Yep, after he just eliminated Hammer. Uh, So as I said, uh, two years later, or the year after 95, when they would go to Fresno in 1996, and Adabon just eliminated himself by missing Luger's clothesline. Um, Oh, Mo just got eliminated. Now they're cleaning out. Now they're ditching some of the fat. Yeah. Now they're trimming. Uh, 1996, when the show would be in uh, Fresno, they would change the uh, logo after, what, seven years? Eight years. Yeah, eight years.
0: Yeah, that would be around for like a a good three years before they uh, changed it again, I think.
1: Yeah, where they Attitude era it up. Yep. Now they've kind of... And then they kind of went in clumps for about six or seven years apiece. The current logo is probably a good six or seven years old. All right, so we have Sean, Marty, Bigelow, Luger, Teneru,
2: Fatu, and Brett. Oh. Bigelow working Luger over. Oh, and Bigelow and Luger
1: just finished off Bigelow, and Bigelow uh, missed a move, and up, and Sean just eliminated Marty. Oh, typical. And and somebody, yeah, and then somebody got eliminated on the other side. I wonder if it was Fatu. Now
2: Fatu's still in this.
1: Fatu's still there. I thought somebody got eliminated. I saw somebody's feet. Maybe not. All right, so now we have uh, Luger, Sean, Teneru, Fatu, and Brett.
0: Okay. For those keep in store, we got two members of the 94 Bloodline still in this. Yes, we do. What? No, Mr. Fuji can't have this.
2: No, Bloodline
1: members can't be fighting each other. You're supposed to only protect your
2: Yokozuna, your chief. Chief. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Oh! And Tenvers just sitting in that corner chilling. Oh, he's laying into the chops now. Woo! Even Tenaru's had a
1: pretty good uh, performance. What's he been in? Almost 20 minutes?
0: It's something like well, that. Well,
1: he was. Yeah, well, he yeah. was. Uh-oh. All right, so your final four is Brett, Sean, Luger, and Fatu. Good for Fatou.
2: Yeah.
0: Hey, sort of, could you imagine if Fatu won this rumble? If, <laughs> could you imagine if he... You know what? I bet he's going to, I bet he's doing this rumble for somebody special. Maybe he's at the university of Miami right now.
1: He, maybe he is. You're right. About to win a national championship for his own
2: for his crew, for the Samoans, you know? Well, Sean will probably eliminate Brett because,
1: you know, Brett's leg is about to come out of the leg again. And then maybe Luger eliminates Sean and we're good. Or maybe Razor yeah. comes out and helps Luger eliminate Sean.
0: Yeah. I mean, the possibilities are endless here.
2: And it, the possibilities are endless. Well,
1: you know what, uh, Greg? I think you've been right this whole night. I think that is a WWE hat on that uh, Providence yeah. uh that on that Bruin guy's head.
0: Yeah. He's,
1: he's, like my, MVP. I don't... Yeah, he's yes. my MVP
0: of the night.
1: Except for that Second. gaggle of girls that's in the 10th row that's got all the Razor Ramon shirts.
0: <laughs> Close number two is the kid in uh, the corner with the Tasmanian Devil shirt of course.
1: Yes. It's so 94.
0: Probably oh, got at the WB Uh-oh. Studio store at the mall.
1: Yeah. Oh, there's two malls. Well, there's the Big Providence Place
2: mall. Ooh, that mighty forearm. <laughs> well, ooh. Uh, oh! oh! Brett and Luger.
0: Oh, my. god. Oh, wow. this is. This is nuts. The building has yeah, gone
1: but, unglued. I mean, Lou Girl just knock him out. I mean, he suddenly, suddenly it seems like his oh, wait a minute. Okay. Oh, he's gonna throw him out now, so okay.
0: By the way, so. I love the guy the Bruins jersey. he just got his jacket ready to Oh wait! What? Huh? Did they wait, just both won? fall out? They just, they just both fell Who won the match, Scott?
1: Oh my god. The last thing we need on this evening is controversy.
0: We've already had shitty refereeing. Joey and Dave, okay, they're going to consult. I'm sure they're going to come to some kind of agreement here.
1: Yeah, they both had to have seen somebody's legs hit first.
2: Well,
0: we all know Brett's uh... leg has already been kicked out of his leg, so he couldn't have... uh... Let's see here the announcement from Fink.
1: I don't know, Dave and uh, or Earl and uh, Joey here—they're—they're they're not agreeing. Oh, you
2: gotta come I thought they were almost break- gonna. Yeah, I thought they were gonna totally say Luger won. I mean, oh good. Okay,
0: that's settled. Okay. It's Yoko and Lex, okay, just as we all thought. Yep. Wait, what was Rematch Earl...
1: from SummerSlam.
2: Yep.
0: Wait, what's Earl arguing to think about? They
2: Joey already Huh? Okay, there's gonna be another announcement. You need another announcement? Wait, huh? Wait.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, so I guess, all right. Well, that was weird. Okay. Well, congrats to Bret Hart, who has won the 1994 Royal Rumble. So we're going to have a rematch at WrestleMania between him and Yoko. And- Wait, what?
2: Why are they still talking? Now, Joey says Luger won. Okay. You know, Earl says Brett won. Oh, Uh, my God. What are we doing
1: here?
0: Well, uh, well, of course, Earl would side with Brett. He'd never go against Brett.
2: No, 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 no. What's going to happen here? Hmm. What? You
0: see. Oh, okay, Jack Tunney's going to sell this. He's going to decide. Oh, God. Gonna... Thank God. Jack,
1: We know Jack will complicate things by, you know. Yeah.
0: Jack's not going to get a Stanley Blackburn, that jackass. He's not going to do something stupid. Exactly. This is like a real professional, unlike that old fuck Stanley Blackburn. Oh, uh, nobody.
2: Stanley Blackburn is the Marty Miller of Booker's.
0: Okay, let's look at. All right, we got the instant replay right here. This will surely confirm who.
2: Oh, well, totally but. looks. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where's Gene Steratore to settle this? <laughs> I gotta say,
0: though, I think it was really. It legit looks like they both went out at the same time. It's, it's like.
1: It's funny how that camera literally had its lens on the knob of the rope,
2: <laughs> like right in front of it.
0: And pig's like, okay. Okay, this is the decision. Okay, who's. We're going to find out once and for all who won.
2: And Fink's like, what? Wait. Listen. Listen, Fink, you little toad. Just do as I say. I'm Jack fucking Tunney.
0: Okay. Come on, Howard. The anticipation's killing me. I want to know who won this. There's a lot of bettors on this who have praised their
1: hard-earned money. Exactly. FanDuel will lose their minds if they have to do a split.
0: Oh, that camera's definitely not (laughs) white-balanced.
2: They both win? A tie? We just got Blackburned.
0: Oh, I can't believe Jack did. Well, you know what? At least least we got two baby faces who won it. If it was Stanley Blackburn, he'd let two heels win this.
1: Yeah, if Blackburn was here, he'd say, the winner of this Royal Rumble, even though he's not in the match, Nick Bockwinkle. So how are they going to do this? You think they'll do a triple threat? Mm. Never been done before. Unprecedented.
0: You know, uh, you know what, Scott? I bet you in 1984, there was like a coalition of people for traditional one-on-one wrestling matches back in 1984. So that couldn't. That is true. Possibility, so. A, co-
1: a coalition. What a good word. A coalition.
0: For traditional one-on-one wrestling matches.
1: <laughs> yes. Shawn Michaels was in favor of that until he got himself in one. So as you can see, the uh, if you heard of the crowd, the Providence Civic Center crowd was not thrilled with this, with this uh, sister-kissing finish. So instead of getting somebody's final
2: theme, we get the WrestleMania theme. We thought oh. Luger would clothesline him but he didn't oh that's nice yeah.
0: oh that's nice brett signed that sign oh, that's pretty cool
1: how could you so sign you- the sign with your le- can you please sign it my leg. i signed this for you with my leg kicked out of my leg So, I was, uh, I have to say, uh, Greg, I was pleasantly entertained once again by this show. This show never seems to disappoint me whenever I watch it.
2: This was a fantastic show. I mean. It really is. Oh.
1: We, of course, end with a usual 80s, 90s post pay-per-view montage. My truth is, I think Brett's feet did hit first because he hit the ground. Luger landed on his feet, so I'm not sure. But such is life.
0: So, Greg, your
2: final
1: thoughts?
0: Well, hold on. We got one last replay here. This is going to decisively determine who won this.
2: Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh. Camera on the knob. Oh well. Yeah.
0: Oh, well. well. Final thoughts. What a show this was.
2: Oh. It really was. I thought the undercard was always good.
1: I thought all the matches were really honestly solid. Um. I, I watching it again. Besides the fact his tights looked awesome. Uh. I thought Razor and IRS was actually a pretty solid match. Uh, the Owen heel turn is great. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I was, I, w- I was, I enjoyed it top to bottom. I, I, I appreciate the PTB Wrestling Network family for voting this for our January show, uh, and we hope you enjoyed it. So just to give you another, just to remind you again, On Monday, February 12th, on the Place to Be Facebook page, we will have up the February ballot, which will be main event number one from February 5th, 1988. Yes, Hogan Andre, too. Main event two from February of 1989, the pimp slap heard around the world, and one pay per view, Super Clash. Two. So those are your three shows. Think about it. You have a few weeks to think about it, and then the ballot will be up and you'll have seven days to vote. And then Greg and I will record at the end of February. Mr. Diener, always a pleasure, sir. Thank you. Yep. You are the best. Great job. As always, everyone have a wonderful rest of January. And we will talk to you in the month of love. Of The wrestle tracks.
0: Oh, yeah.